In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order Podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, a review of WWE Extreme Rules 2021, but we just had to throw on that lovely intro from Warhorse that we got at Zello Pro Wrestling Thunderstruck last night. Um, I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I loved getting my ass rolled last night. <laughs> It's fantastic, but then uh, I got my ass rolled tonight. Yeah, and, uh, I'm currently designing a fuck vintage shirt. Yes, so um, JLB will be joining us shortly. He had to take out the trash, and that's not a euphemism for anything. It's literally he had to take trash out at his house. So, you know, yeah. but. Uh, we are going to go ahead and do the uh, review of WWE Extreme Rules 2021. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be spicy at times. I mean, we, we already had... Even cut it, we, we already had uh, Warhorse uh, drop the S-bomb on here, so I, I, we're going to be PG-13 pretty quickly. There's going to be a hard R. Um, show, I bet. Um, designing a fuck yes. Oh, no, that's two. We're, yep, we're past PG 13 <laughs> now, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we'll just get out of the way though first, uh, before we get into all the other stuff. Raw and Order is part, a part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network, so you can head on over to tatnusco.com and check out the other shows on the network there. Um, some great other shows, so check them out there. Uh, then we're gonna get into the meaty goodness of this uh, this podcast while waiting for JLB to show up. A reminder: if you are new to this podcast, when we do uh, pay per view reviews, we do them a little different than other places. We don't go through this is what happened in this match, this is what happened in this match, you know, and whatever. We just get to the the meat and bones what what was good and what was bad. Specifically, we talk about the bad things first. And then we talk about the good things, um, which means this is probably going to be really heavy in the first half of the thing, maybe the first three quarters, and then we're going to have some fun at the end, I guess. Um, but uh, while waiting for JLB, I guess we'll just really quickly talk about Zello Pro because he won't be able to really talk about it because he wasn't there. But Thunderstruck 2021 last night yeah. in Kearney, Nebraska. Uh, we went, we had a blast. It was awesome. Uh, we did a little bit of a live reaction, um, but I'm the audio quality was bad and the video quality was bad because we were sitting in a car in a parking lot and at night in yeah, Nebraska. It was, it was so, really bad. It was, it was really bad. The studio. Uh, yeah. But and we so, got some cool stuff from it. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm um, wearing it, but he's got his there. This this is uh finally actually in uh in action the uh, autograph t-shirts that uh I designed and put up there. So um it worked wonderfully. The a mutual design, bud. Mutual design. Fuck you. But at, at, what, Vince Knight. <laughs> at, 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 at what point did you draw anything on this? It was an idea that we came up with together. It was an you idea that I it. it was an idea that I came up with and then texted the group and said, Hey, I had this idea. And then I said, I'm gonna do it. So it's an I design. Yeah, yeah. It is See, our shirt. I'm not saying that, but I designed it. You missed the part where you, I said good idea. Yeah, you, you cannot take this shit from me. Okay, this is mine. This and Sasha Bear are mine. Sasha uh, Bear comes from me, so but that one's all right. Yeah, but I no, the word Sasha Bear came from you. The design came from me. Obsessed much? Yes. So, um, but no, wonderful night. Uh, we got autographs on the shirt. I, I want to tell everyone... Um, these shirts, the wrestlers loved them. They love autographing these shirts because the autographs don't like to stick on the cloth, right? They soak in, they they get all smeary, they get they look horrible. They don't like to sign on the cloth parts. This stuff here, the printed part here, is wonderful for them to sign on. It works great. They yes. loved it. Every single wrestler we showed it to and, and had signed was like, this is awesome. These are cool. Um, and what's really great is you and I both had them signed by pretty much the same wrestlers. Um, I don't I don't know if there was anyone that you got that I didn't also get and vice versa. Um, I, think we, I think we got all the same ones. But but they're in different places. It's 100% yeah. unique to us. Right? Mm -hmm. e even the top here. I, I had to have my wife write it, the Zello Pro Thunderstruck 2021, because my handwriting is shit. Um, and so... But you know, I've got let's see if I can even get Colt Cabana right there. Um, and then over here is Jonathan Gresham and Jordan Grace, and um, uh, I, I could get all the way down. Um, some, some yeah. great, great signatures all over it. it is is a ton of fun. The event itself was so much fun. Oh, um, my gosh. We, we said it last night. We'll say it again. Go to an indie show. Mm -hmm. Support your indies. Go to an indie show. Um, I promise you. I promise you. You will not regret it. Yeah, you will not at all. You you will love it. You will probably come out of there with a new favorite or at least top five favorite wrestler um, currently running. I mean, uh, D.A. Fabe and I both uh, are now huge fans of Dan the Dad. Uh, oh my he is so he fun. is so much fun to watch. Um, okay, we finally got JLB joining us. So there he is, hey, hey. Sit, sitting Jesus. off center again, like always. <laughs> well, really confusing when it's like a triple because when it's a double, I'm perfect. I'm aligned. I'm perfectly good, guys. How was Zelo Pro? It was awesome. Incredible. Peep the shirt. We were just talking about them. Um, so so much fun stuff. You know, some great. Great tag teams that we had never seen or heard of before. Uh, the one that kind of impressed us, I think, the most, at least me, from a tag team standpoint, was Country Air. Um, just an interesting little tag team, the little guy uh, and a big guy. The big guy, I think, is named uh, Outlaw Zach Hendricks. And the little guy's name, I'm not even sure I know. 
Mm. He was one that we didn't end up getting autographs from. He wasn't up signing autographs uh, when we did it. Um, so I, I, I'm going to have to try to figure out what his name was. Uh, the little guy was super cool. Flip-de-doo and everything. Big guy was power. They, they worked really good together as a team. And they came out to Nelly's Country Grammar, which was always fun. So, um, yeah. Um, but so all sorts of stuff. Of course, like we mentioned, Dan, the dad was awesome. Uh, JJ Garrett was a ton of fun. He, uh, uh, looks like a young pre steroid Scott Steiner, um, <laughs> or, or kind of small. a slightly, yeah, small, but, or kind of a slightly more buff, um, Marty Janetti. Oh, okay. Um, so, so he was called yeah, baby Steiner. Um, but his heel work was really good. He was actually really good in the ring too. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, this was our first chance to see GPA. Um, and grade point was, average. Uh, that's what is his name is <laughs> reference to. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, he he calls himself GPA because he's educating uh, us and what real professional wrestling is. Um, his heel work. Heel, his heel work is phenomenal as well. Um, yeah, and he's the current Zello Pro champion. Um, uh, Jordan Grace, of course, and and Chelsea Green were there, but this was our first chance to see Laney Luck in action. I mean, I guess technically Laney Luck wrestled on AEW Dark, so we got to see her in action on this, but seeing her live, she was a, a lot more impressive. Um, live there, uh, got, nice. to, got to see. I mean, there, there were a lot of a lot of people we didn't know. Big John Crowley. The, it started off with a six-man scramble um, mm. that was not previously announced, and uh, some really great wrestlers in that, and some some not quite so great. But that's the way you know these things happen. Uh, but Big John Crowley was a ton of fun to watch uh, in that, and so um, just so much fun. But Dan the Dad, uh... Colt Cabana. If I'm I'm gonna scour the internet to try to find. If some some place they've uploaded video of that yet, I hear it's supposed to go up on either Fight or IndependentWrestling.tv soon. Nice. But when I don't know, um, or they might sell them on their. Uh, I don't know if they have a shop or a website. I'm sure they have they a website. Have they don't sell sell any of the videos there, but they do sell them on Fight uh, or Oh, okay, IndependentWrestling.tv. Uh, they're a partner on it. Did Tommy's Dreamer's opponent uh, have someone? Uh, that was up? that was JJ Jarrett. Um, right. Okay. JJ Jarrett. He was supposed to. He came out and delivered a great thing about how uh, Tommy Dreamer was so scared to face him in the ring that he went and got himself canceled. That's um, a valid point. Yeah. That's so, uh... <laughs> uh, and and uh, his opponent, uh, his replacement opponent for the night, you just saw, was right. Warhorse, who just introduced. Wow, him. so much better. Yeah. Um, so I love I love Warhorse. Um, and what what makes me wonder though is because uh, Warhorse would had been previously announced for the event, so who was he supposed to wrestle? I don't know. He probably was going to be in that six tag thing or something. Maybe maybe six scramble. Yeah. Oh, the, the in the scramble, uh, Zach Wild. Zach Wild was a ton of fun to watch too. Yeah. So uh, in the scramble. Yeah, yeah, Big John Crowley. I uh, Big John Crowley ended up winning, correct? Yes. I'm trying to remember, yeah. And he was uh, the fans loved him. Yeah, so he was a ton of fun there. Um, but uh, I'm trying trying to think the the probably the the I don't want to use the word worse because it wasn't a bad match by any means. But in in terms of all of the matches here, probably the the most down match was a match between Heather Reckless and. Um, 
Kaylee Nakeen. And it was just because Kaylee Nakeen looks looked green. Yeah, looked and green. I and I think I mean I tried looking Kaylee Nakeen up on Cage Match, and she her name is mentioned, but she doesn't even have a profile on Cage Match yet. Um, which I very green. think means she's very, very green. And Heather Reckless has only been wrestling since 2019. So uh, she's not exactly, you know, extremely seasoned either. Um, she was she was very definitely the uh, more experienced of the two, though, in the ring. It was still a fun match. I mean, I don't want to dog on that match at all. I'm just saying that, you know, every, every uh, show has has a worst match and it doesn't necessarily mean it's the a horrible match it just means something's got to be last you know um but there's there was so much fun at this uh so I, I said it last night we said it both uh if you have a chance to go to independent wrestling uh go to see something go see an indie your local indie a touring indie like this zello pro um whatever go to it because they're a ton of fun um and yeah. literally like we watched this and and there were probably three or four wrestlers uh on the Zello Pro that we said we are going to see in in a major promotion impact ring of honor or AEW sometime in the not too distant future. Mm. Um I mean Dan the dad I would I would adore to see on AEW. You actually um, mentioned when we were BSing about it earlier. <laughs> How great it would be to have him be the leader of the Dark Order, and it would yeah. it would be fun. Oh the, my the, gosh. the guy who comes in to take over the Dark Order, and they're bickering, and he's like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! I need you two to hug. I need you to <laughs> hug. Now shake your hands. I'm I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed." <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I mean, yeah, yeah, he he commits to his gimmick. I'm telling you, he wrestles in New Balance shoes. Uh, with the tall socks pulled up, um, and and like dad jean shorts. Oh wow! Okay. Um, with Full with on. a belt, with a leather belt, and uh, comes out to the ring in a polo and and a coffee mug. As and wrestling drinks. wise, he's decent, or is he? Yeah, just he's like he's, another he's, librarian. He's pretty good. No, he's okay. he's pretty good. Um, and and I, I take offense to the like another librarian. I feel like you haven't seen. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Um, well, but I mean, anyways, yeah. Uh, but he actually he he wears these like thick rimmed glasses, uh, kind of mm. like yours, but not as not not prescription, you know. Of course. Right. Um, but so that's part of his gimmick, and he and he wrestles in the match with the like at Probably the very beginning. Because he's not half blind, you know. There might yeah. be that's why no prescription. Um, but but it's part of the gimmick. Like uh, Colt Cabana was like, hey. Aren't you going to take off your glasses? And he's like, well, how would I see to wrestle you? Mm. It was great. <laughs> it was great. And they stayed on through most of the match. I was, I was really impressed. They came on right towards the end. So came off. Um, but anyways, it was tons of fun. Tons of fun. So um, so if you have a chance, we're, we're hoping hoping it was successful enough that they come back to, to Nebraska, whether it's Kearney or some other place in Nebraska. Uh, we would love to see them again. I've been uh, tagging the crap out of them in posts and and stuff like that to hopefully bring them back. Up, bring them back because uh, you know they they're based out of Chicago, so not super right. far from from here. Right, and they do a loop that includes like Minneapolis and Milwaukee, um, and so you know wouldn't really be too far out of their loops to to do. 
Um, but anyways, but that's not what we came here to talk about. That is not why we came here. That is we came here to fall off top ropes, I believe. Uh, that's what we do, right? We came yeah. here to stumble. So, so we were going to go ahead and get <laughs> into the worst and the best. Um, <clears throat> of course, when we get into the worst and the best, make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and follow us on the social medias. You can follow us all over there. Find all the links in the doobly-doos down below um, for them, or at the link tree showing on your screen right now. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, there's going to be a lot to talk about. So the first one, we always talk about the worst match of the night. And this this one might get spicy right off the bat. Because it was there, there was a match that was a really good match that turned into potentially the worst match of the night. Yeah, just because not, of the ending. I'm not um, gonna give it the worst match of the night, unfortunately. Um, it, I mean, the ending fucking makes you want to give it the worst match. Of the night. Uh-huh. Um. So today, Junior, what is it? No, Billy Madison. No, not doing it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen the no, movie. We, we job, got it. We we got it. He was too busy thinking about. Well, yeah, it just wasn't that funny. So why don't you spit out what yours is? Well, yes, no, sir. you were just going on to a rant. Let's go I just, out I with just it. Said that it, it's not going to get worse match of the night. It's oh, I thought you were alluding fun. to it's going to be. No, okay, my I'm bad. Just, Apologies. It was a great match. It was a really great match. <laughs> um. All right, I'll just spit mine out then. Uh, we're doing worst match off the bat. That's worst what we're match doing off right the now. Bat. So it's what the screen yeah. says. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not looking at the screen. Um, well, we yeah, know you're so, not looking at the screen because you're not leaned all the way into your, your TV. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> sorry. Oh, wow. Don't get mad at me because WWE decided to put a shitty ending on a pay per view. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, so, Let's so what it. was really fun because we'll get to talking about it, I'm sure, at one point. What was really fun is uh, I I had the um, the pleasure of testing out the pause button uh, midway through the show because uh, Peacock finally Im- implemented the pause button. Hey, on, on things in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that that definitely is going to be on one of these up here, but we'll talk about it. But uh, I I had to make an emergency trip to the restroom, so I paused it. So when this match was going on, the Roman Reigns uh, Finn Balor match that we're talking about or alluding to, I was mm. behind you guys, probably by about okay. I don't know six or seven minutes, maybe up to ten minutes. I don't know. And so uh, my phone just starts blowing up with messages between you two. And I'm trying my hardest not to read exactly what it is, but I can tell that you guys are not happy at <laughs> all. Uh, and so uh, that made you me tell kind of... I'm not happy. I'm not giving him the opportunity to talk in these text messages. I'm but, so infuriated. I'm just like blowing up. But it, but it gave me the opportunity to kind of lean forward in my seat and be like, okay. What pissed them off so much? <laughs> Where's it coming? It's coming. It's coming. Is it, is it this? No, no. It's not the table spot. Okay. Okay, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> so so it's not the Roman Reigns uh, Demon Match's worst match. We've established that. I wasn't going to put it as worst match either. I'm going to say U.S. Championship. So, they, uh, win, win with a roll-up. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Just, uh, just, uh, I mean, it was the, it, 
I took a break during that match for the sake of taking a break during that mm-hmm. match. Um, I there were several I didn't like the ending of. I I think it's stupid to have the Alexa Charlotte thing that happened the way it did. I think it was stupid to have Sasha interfere in the um, Becky um, match, Becky and Bianca Belair match. Why not make that an extreme rules match on top of that? Have her interfere. Oh my God. And then if anything, it would have been perfect. If whatever you kill, uh, you, you, you beat up Bel Air and then you, whatever you have Becky take the scraps and win like that. And then that would have been fine. Just all they would have had to have done is make it an extreme rules match. Cause it just ruined it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? What what a concept having an extreme rules match at a pay per view called Extreme Rules. You remember? You remember about a week ago, I I had that as one of my crimes, and you guys were all like, "Oh, here goes, here goes Smarks talking about WWE," and I'm like, "Listen, it, they one fucking match that was an extreme rules." Yeah, match. they they only and it, it was the only one that was even pre announced uh, as an extreme rules. Only one match on the entire night was extreme rules in any way, shape, or form. Just the Wasn't one. there a triple threat match that was Extreme Rules? Not Extreme Rules, just triple threat. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah, so so the, the triple threat match uh, would have been the U.S. championship uh, that was won, the, the one that uh, DFA was talking about, that was won mm-hmm. by uh, Roll Up at the end. It's the most dangerous move in the game, guys. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a six-man tag team match that was announced day of. Uh, yeah, an hour like before on, on the kickoff thirty minutes show. before. <laughs> yeah, um, which was fire. Which I was like, all right. Which, yeah, I mean, I mean it, was, it was good, but it's just like well, you know, like, fireish. They could have, they could have made a little flames. That. They could have yeah. made it a, some sort of extreme rules match, or you know, whatever. But no, mm-hmm. it's just whatever. Um. So yeah, no, the U.S. title match might be up there. Um. Jeez, it's it's so tough for me. To pick one that that's the oh, like wow. worst worst because there are there are so many of them okay. that were that were good matches ruined by bad endings. So take away the baller though. Don't even try to use the baller. What the, would have been there? The worst? There are still too many still, that were good oh matches God. that were ruined by matches. bad endings. <laughs> um. So because here's the deal. Um. The in my opinion, the Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch match. Was a good match that ended that was ruined by a bad ending, right? Yeah. Uh the um Charlotte Flair Alexa Bliss match was a good match that was ruined by a bad ending. Um just didn't like I mean, don't get me wrong, <laughs> my my hopes are that that ending is gonna lead to Alexa Bliss being the old Alexa Bliss again. Um right. but didn't like that ending, right? At all. So that means three matches of the seven, almost 50% of them, were good matches that were ruined by bad endings. Um I I'm not even sure I really liked the ending of the SmackDown tag team match. Oh, just because of the yeah. botch. Just because of the botch? Is that what that is? The splash? No, not because of. I mean, the splash was horrible, and that's going to come up later. Um, <laughs> and I disagree with you on on one thing with it. You said one of them landed it fine. No, they both landed it because one of them landed on like his ankles, and the other one missed his face entirely. 
Um, it was bad double splash on both sides. But I just, I you know, I, here's the deal. It's, it, that one could have been an Extreme Rules match and featured an ending that with the the bloodline helping, you know, Roman Reigns helping him out and, and all of that stuff. And it would have been fine, whatever. Um, would have worked, but it didn't. But they didn't do that because they didn't do any Extreme Rules. Um, I'll probably agree with you on Damian Priest, Jeff Hardy, and Sheamus. Um, and just because, I, I mean, I I get, I think, what they were at least trying to do. They they throw Jeff Hardy in there, so we're all like, oh, Jeff Hardy's going to take the pin. So, um, so you know, Sheamus can continue to say, I, I deserve a match. Or maybe Sheamus is now the champion, and Damian Priest can be like, I didn't lose it or whatever. Um I yeah, that's probably the one that's gonna win. But it's just like, like every so many of the matches were just like, oh, I'm liking this match. I'm like a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I mean that's that's as legitimate as it gets. You were oh yeah yeah oh this is this is all right yeah uh, so. So JLB, what was yeah, your worst I, match? I'd probably have to agree with that then, because at least the US title was the one I really didn't care for at all, at all, at all. The other ones I was more invested in. Um, what was the kickoff show match? Liv Morgan versus Liv Morgan. Uh, I mean, I guess I could throw that in there, but I am happy Liv Morgan won. Mm-hmm. Um. And whatever, I guess it was a good spot for the kickoff, and it didn't ruin it. If maybe it was on the main card, probably that would have been it. But uh, I really didn't care. I didn't even. I know I did the wrestling pool and everything, and that was <laughs> part. I put that in there, uh, but I had totally forgotten for some reason that Sheamus was in the match, and I just thought it was Jeff Hardy versus Damian Priest, and I was like, "Oh, Sheamus is in here." I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense," I guess. Um, so yeah, it just goes to show I really don't care. I never, I don't care for Damian Priest as a champion. Um, I don't care for Sheamus's whole nose thing anymore. It's been way too long. I understand they've just done it too many times with Rhodes, and I'm sure other people, and I'm sure WCW has done it. And it's just an ongoing gag that's just kind of like Dunsky's, and he just did it for way too long. So, like, I don't know, it's just very stale, very generic. Well, and the thing is. If if you're gonna keep doing it, it's gotta like for this match, it really should have been part of the finish. And and what I mean is, instead of a roll up, uh, Damian Priest should have just booted him right in the fucking face. Um, yeah, just don't make it a roll up. Yeah, and and then Sheamus is on the ground going, "Oh my nose is broken again," <laughs> and Damian Priest covers him and gets the one, two, three, right. But like his 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 broken nose face thing was basically a a non thing, right? It was just there, right? It was just like yeah, like hey, we'll talk about it, um, and we'll make it a deal. But uh, meh, meh, it just I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just, yeah, it, it was really just the a hard part for this. The, the other hard part for this pay per view is that it has to follow 
um, Zello Pro for two of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's the I, you you probably never thought you'd hear that on a podcast that someone say. You know, the, the tough thing about that WWE pay-per-view is it happened to fall on the same weekend as insert independent wrestling that, you know, only a few hundred people were actually at the event. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that, that I'm just going to leave it with that. That's the, that's the one. Okay. Worst match of the night, unanimous. Unanimous. J- but, yeah. Damian Priest it defeating really, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus it, by roll-up. It was a schmuck, yeah. Had that finish been different, it's not the worst match of the night because there's other good finish or there's other worse finishes, but better matches. Like yeah. all the other matches had better matches that had bad finishes. Mm-hmm. It's just we had a lot of bad finishes that just yeah. made you go, "Why in the fuck do I pay for Peacock?" It it almost makes me wonder um, if Vince Russo has been brought back to to write. Oh Jesus! So so many of these things were just crash TV stuff. You know what I mean? Ooh. It was it was just like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, yeah, we'll have Bianca Belair lose because uh, Sasha Banks gonna come back, bro. <laughs> Why? She's just gonna come back and she's gonna attack her and then she's gonna attack uh, Becky Lynch too. And we don't still worry, don't know. bro. We still don't know why Banks was cut off from that thing, right? It was just pure booking at this point. It wasn't because she All was All the injured, reports that punished. I read when she was not injured or being punished, they just didn't have a plan for her. Didn't have. As Although she was part of the title picture. Just yeah. the, hey, let's bring Becky and screw your plans. Yeah, more or less. Okay. Wow. Um, so we will go ahead and move on to most predictable moment of the night. Well, for you two, it's Roman winning, but for me, it's not because I really thought Balor was going to win. Oh, and wow. I was like, okay. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Balor's good. Um, that explains I, why you were so mad then. I'm like, dude, you should. I, have, why have you, you not so been angry? paying attention on the last like three weeks of the podcast? He's he's been all They're in on this whole. Do this right. They're finally going to do this finally right. Gonna, oh my God. Finally going to have like multiple people fighting over the championship, and it maybe bounces back and forth a little bit, and and you know then yeah. then we could get get uh, Brock versus the uh, the demon at some point, and you know give give Balor a real run with the universal title and all this stuff. And I was all like, nope, Vince is going to just feed him to the bloodline. This is just another thing for for Roman to conquer, um, and they're just gonna shit all over this undefeated streak for no fucking good reason. Stupid. Um. Yeah. So so most predictable moment. Um, yeah. I in the middle of it, I, I would say Charlotte tearing up the doll. Uh, not in the middle of it. Um, like if, if it was before it altogether, um, I'd say Damian Priest winning hasn't had the title very long. Uh, he's pretty over with fans. I, I, yeah. Kelby. Hmm. That's interesting. Cause I honestly thought it was Jeff Hardy's time to shine. I really thought that we're going to at least give Jeff it to Hardy's Jeff. Jeff Hardy's time to shine was 12 years ago. That's a valid point, but you know, reshine, I guess the shine bright, like a diamond, you know, uh, Rihanna was there with her umbrella and then she was saying, you know, <laughs> shine bright, like uh, blue diamond Phillips. 
Shine. <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. Oh, he like can't. that one. You can't do that. No, he's still alive. Is he? You sure? Yeah. Your diamond Phillips still around. I I I will Google oh, it. Just I'm, I'm thinking of River Phoenix. Never mind. Yeah, you're thinking of River Phoenix. Jeez, or, he's been dead a hot minute. Or Richie Valens, who Blue Diamond Phillips famously played in the combo. Uh snap. Yep. That would make sense. Great movie, by the way. If you, none of you have watched La Bamba, probably one of the top three best autobiographical films about an artist. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not auto. It's just biographical. It's biographical. I mean, Richie Valens is not around to write his own death. Right. Just, no, that's uh, fair. fair. I'm going to die. Yeah. But hey. just this <laughs> tell, you, tell you what, guys. Tell you what, guys. Uh, cast that guy as me um, in, in you know about 40 years. Um, well, 30. We'll do 30. Do it about 30 years from now. Uh, cast this guy. I, I know he's not bored yet, but cast him as me. <laughs> um, and and have him play me up until my death in the plane crash that's gonna happen. What do you call it? If it's not, I always, I just always, if it was a, a thing well, about someone, I just call it autobiography. Is where you write it about yeah. yourself. We'll 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 get oh, okay. get to it. A biography is is a, a story about a person. Auto means about yourself. So an autobiography is something written about yourself. Well, um, there you go, I folks. Wrote a book about the most interesting. No, I, I just thought film-wise they needed something different compared to the to compared to books, but I guess not. It's the same. Okay, no problem. Sorry, thank you. Anyways, biographical. Great movie. Anyways, um, Damien Priest. Movie. Who's your choice? Uh, most, most predictable moment. moment. Um. I guess the Usos winning. I never thought for a second that Street Profits were going to take it at all, at all, at all. And they were just going to continue that bloodline. So I guess I'll go with that. I can't really necessarily think of anything too crazy at the moment. So Usos winning. Okay. Well, I'm going to be different from both of you. Although uh, DFA did mention, no, did mention the thing that I am going to choose. And it's not Roman winning. Although I think that was really predictable. I knew that was coming. But it's it was the it was the tearing up Lily doll. That 100% was something I, I saw coming two weeks ago. I when, didn't see it until she had it in her hands. Yeah. And then no. I was like, oh, that, that doll's getting torn up. Yeah. No, because she tore up the Charlie doll last week. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I was like, nope. Look, the only thing that would have made it, uh, would have made me not think it's going to happen is if Lily had, um, if they still had supernatural powers to Lily, right? <laughs> Which apparently they didn't for right, you know, which was I was like, why aren't you gonna go crazy and do some flame shit? Yeah, where, you know what where, I mean? Like, where's the red fire? Come on, you you went crazy with Finn Balor having a seizure and waking up. That's like you could have easily have done something. Finn Balor stole the powers. Ah, uh, so much supernatural then, powers to go around. He didn't know the, that turnbuckles were the kryptonite of Fiend powers. The, the uh, demon <laughs> operates off Fiend powers. So the demon being there, I I see it. He's he's like a suction for fiend powers. That's so why he had to be. That's why he 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 couldn't be around. They didn't use the demon versus versus the fiend. You know, a year ago. Mm, too much power in one room. Yeah. Well, no, it would have been boring because the demon would have just sucked all the fiend powers away, and it would have just been the demon versus Bray Wyatt. And we've seen that before. 
We have. We have. Fucking ah. Anyways, um, no, for <laughs> me, it was as soon as they tore up the Charlie doll, I'm like, Lily's getting torn up. Yeah. The only good thing that I hope comes out about it, I mentioned it before, is Alexa Bliss maybe going back to her normal self. Maybe this is, I don't think it's going to happen right away. They're, they're still going to tell a storyline with this, nope. but maybe this is the beginning of the end of that story. Nope. She's going to keep taking cold medicine. Maybe. Yep. She's going to continue popping, popping pop Alka-Seltzer. Well, you know, I mean, we mentioned before, they probably should have had a bottle of water down underneath that desk yeah. too. Cause, yeah. uh, because here's the deal. Like, I read a, a thing that the reason wrestlers like to chew gum while they're wrestling is because it keeps keeps the, the saliva flowing in their mouth so their mouths don't get dry. Because mm. when you're doing athletic things, your mouth can get dry really easily. Um, well, Alexa Bliss doesn't chew gum while she wrestles. Uh, she kicks ass, just doesn't do both at the same time. She, yeah, she doesn't chew bubble gum. She's just always all out of gum. Um, so she, uh, so her mouth was all dry. So she pops the Alka-Seltzer in and it's like, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever put Alka-Seltzer in an empty glass, but it don't do nothing. There's gotta be liquid in there. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Why would you even have Alka-Seltzer anyways, though, if you're just like a regular Joe? Alka-Seltzer is fucking common as hell in the States, man. For what? It, it's good for when you've got stomach problems or oh, headaches oh. or okay. hangovers or hopefully that was out. Yes, I've used it for. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe that's why it didn't foam. Maybe it was polydent. <laughs> Which is a denture cleaning. Yes, it bu- bubbles like it, but it's not not for in your mouth. No. <laughs> I mean, Hashtag still not sponsored. Alka-Seltzer yeah, and um, polydent. Now I, I'll I'll be the first to admit when I was a younger kid, uh, I got in trouble once because uh, my parents uh, checked the medicine cabinet and found out that we had no more Alka Seltzer because I had been using it to be play rabid dog out in the backyard. Um, because if if you've got enough saliva in your mouth, you pop an Alka Seltzer in your mouth, it foams up real good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you have you seen? Was it Sandlot? Is that when they did it? Might have been. I, I. It's been so long since I've seen Sandlot. Little I giants. think that sounds Little right. Giants. Little, Little giants. giants. Yeah. Anyway. So, the other, uh, the other thing I do want to say, that throw in the predictable moments here. If we don't have to limit this to wrestling, Peacock fucking up in some way. No, yeah, that was fucking predictable. I changed my vote. I changed my vote now. <laughs> There's not a time. Uh, I, I mean, I wasn't Peacock surprised. Go, you know, everything is going to go great tonight. Mm-hmm. Every fucking time I log into Peacock, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is it going to be this time? So, like it's I said, good news, yeah, good news is they added a pause button. Um, bad news is we had to watch the first almost entire match with uh, both the match. and the pre-show match all with both the Spanish and the English announce booths being broadcast at the same time. Um, now I I will give one uh, and we'll probably talk about it later. This might be one of my nominations for best moments. Um, but when Pat McAfee uh, talked over Michael Cole in Spanish later on, uh, just to make fun of it, that was I was dying when that happened. I was like, oh no, oh, I'm dead, dead. That was classic. 
So that brings but, us to a, to a, an additional category. Did you put it in for best line tonight? Uh, well, I, I did not. But we can we can so that's we can your do best that line tonight. It might be. We'll get to it. We'll get right. to it. So we'll move on to um, botch of the night. The ending of the Finn Balor Roman Reigns match. <laughs> whoever whoever made a ring that that has a um, trip switch on the top mm-hmm. turnbuckles and they can just collapse after yeah. standing yeah. on it for what felt like an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, he had to let all the smoke get up around him to look super cool, I guess, first. Yeah, I mean, I guess I might have to agree with that, although uh, I might have to give it to the Uso Splash, perhaps. Because um, it's not necessarily a botch with what they did with Finn. Technically, I'm pretty sure they plan like they plan that. Obviously, yeah. you, you could make an argument that this is worst moment, not botch, because it was obviously <laughs> planned. Whereas the the Usos splash was horrible because they were just bad. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I would, so I that. so I I could I could understand that, but at the same point, I, the frustration over it, you could it's say it's so a botch shit. It's a botch because it was a botch there. in the writing. They yes, botched fair. the writing yep. of that match. So that's fair. Um, the other, I'll the allow other it. Honorable mention that I want to give to Botch of the Night is Alka Seltzer, which we've already talked yeah. about. So. Yeah. I mean, seriously, Alka Seltzer, get in touch with WWE and fix your shit. Yeah. Um, WWE, don't buy off brand Alka Seltzer, yeah, which I haven't more. noticed. I've actually purchased both ways, and Alka Seltzer fizzles more than the off brand. Yeah. So or, I don't know. Like I said, just give her some water. Like I mean, if she, she got it big, under the table. Why well, was if she had taken a there. big swig of water and then popped it into her mouth, she would have had all sorts of fuzz. Anyways, um, I'm my botch of the night is is kind of similar. My botch of the night is the fact that we had a. Uh, pay-per-view named Extreme Rules. Uh, right? Of course. Yeah. Extreme Rules. And only extreme one of the matches... Rule. Yeah, rule. <laughs> one Extreme Rule. Um, but uh, but here's the big botch of it. We had seven total matches, one of them on the kickoff show. And only one of them did not end in pinfall. And that was Bianca Belair getting well the disqualification when yeah. uh, uh Sasha Banks that's the only one every single other one ended in pinfall despite the fact that you had people wrestling who were known for submission moves right and no 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 Charlotte Flair no nah, we won't we won't let a submission move happen there um, Becky Lynch Bianca Belair no, no submission. Carmella has got the cone of silence thing that she she likes to. No, no, we're not. We're not going to do that. Ro- Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns does the guillotine choke. That's his big finisher right now. The guillotine. No, no pinfall. Every single fucking one was pinfall except for a disqualification in a thing named no rules or extreme rules. You know. Um, well, and and and. The- there's one rule, one match that has different rules. Everything else is a traditional match. 
meaning you don't highlight all those other types of matches that exist, which would give you an opportunity to do that. It would give you that opportunity to have a submission match, to have a Mm -hmm. false count anywhere match, to have a last man standing match, to have a first blood match, to have, you don't even have to light somebody on fire. Like I, I, I'm really kind of grossed out by the concept of Inferno matches, but I would have loved to have seen Becky be like, this is going to be a first blood match and then come out in one of Natty's gimp outfits so that like she hit all the ideas that yeah. there could be any blood. Yeah. No, they're, they're all covered up. You don't know what they're doing. <laughs> that would have been a great gimmick for heel Becky. Nope. I'm, yeah. Well, you can't. In fact, here's my mask tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll never know if I'm bleeding. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... So, but I mean, I, in reality, I like. There's so many of the botches. You you could say the endings just 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 fucking stupid endings is a botch. That's you could cover three <laughs> matches with stupid. You could even actually probably cover four matches with stupid endings. Really, she also got a rule up there. So, yeah, the best uh-huh. ending of the night. I mean, hands down, is Biggie actually beating Bobby Lashley? Yeah. Well, that was at the beginning of the night. It was over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a impromptu match, like yeah. no one knew. Well, it was an impromptu match that really was solely there oh. to set up a free television match. Yeah, tomorrow. Which I'm like, still kind of like, that's for. that's fucking that's fucking back ass words. I, I want to talk a little <laughs> bit about that because that is fucking stupid, right? But it does go to show, uh, WWE no longer, um cares about pay-per-view buys. I mentioned this the other day because because they're getting the same millions of dollars whether or yeah. not people tune in to yeah well and and the thing is nobody buys like very few people buy the pay-per-view they subscribe to Peacock right and they watch it there or the WWE network if you're not in the States uh because we can't have at least anymore. Um no, but uh Matt Cardona but so, can tell I'm fat by my finger. Yes that's a fat finger I mean I mean, and by your head, jeez. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. You've seen the post we shared. It. <laughs> What's your quality video? Your quality is horrible. Is it? Yeah, his, his it. video quality is on crappy tonight. But I'm, I'm not worried. Whatever. I mean, you're pixelated as fuck right now. You, I feel like you, you look like you were made by Legos. Hmm. Maybe it's yeah, that big of, square uh, hole called your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe it's my uh, little torrent site here. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> probably your internet because you're downloading way too much stuff. It's slowing your internet upload down. Are you, using, are you using Frostwire right now? Frostwire is no longer a thing. <laughs> it's been you, dead 20 years are, ago. Are you, are you on Napster? Are you on Napster? No, he's using Kaza. Oh, oh. Jesus. No, guys, I'm LimeWire gang. <laughs> uh, there, there's probably at least one listener out there who's like, I don't fucking understand what the fuck these guys are saying. <laughs> it, do you have out. Facebook? No, I have ICQ. <gasps> but uh, in the end, um, MySpace is an option. They don't care about pay per view buys uh, because yep. they they don't. And so for them, the the metric that they care about is actually ratings on free TV. So the they've had to shift the paradigm on things now. Mm. 
the paradigm now is <laughs> not to build weekly TV to the pay-per-view. It's now for the pay-per-view to drive weekly TV. And, and I'm going to give you an example here. Um, at almost every month for the last year, we've got on here and said, that was actually a surprisingly good pay-per-view. After all, how shitty uh, WWE has been recently. Maybe it'll get better now. Maybe this is them turning a corner. And I'm going to watch Raw to see the fallout from this. And then it's fucking shitty still. Um, but that's the deal. They put together a pay-per-view overall that's decent, uh, hoping that we all go, oh, things are going to get better now. I want to watch the Big E match tomorrow. Big E versus versus Bobby Lashley for the for the title. This could be cool. They're opening the freaking show with it. Yeah. Oh, it's legit going to be their first match? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. They're, but, see, they're really going that AEW route, though. That's what they're doing here. Because because all is. they're concerned right now is about you know USA Network's pissed at them because the ratings have been down. So let's try to pop those ratings up, and then and then right. Fox is pissed because the ratings are down. So oh, we got to do what we can to pop those ratings up. Um. Anyways, so so botch botch of the night. There are a lot of them there. Um, I'll I'll just say you know I don't know. In terms of keeping it real, botch that stupid double splash. Usos, that was botch. But we'll Hard move on those. to overhype of the night. What was the thing that they hyped up that we thought was going to be super cool, and then it, it wasn't? Charlotte and Alexa. It's been the feud sucked the whole time, and they've been pushing it down our throats. It just, it just, it didn't live up tonight. I mean, yeah, I guess the way that they did it wasn't great. Um, but they're kind of giving us what we want. We're gonna see Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I batiste the situation. Apologies. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I think it's more just because we could have gotten a little better out of it. They they kind of lackluster on how they presented the ending. I don't know how to fix Charlotte right now. Like, there's nothing about Charlotte that makes me. She she genuinely has go away heat for me. I, smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I've got yeah, the vibe from both of you. Neither yeah. of you have actually said it, but she has uh, go away heat for me. Th this was the chance for them to start fixing her by taking the belt off of her and putting it on Alexa, and then letting her go away and and be gone for a bit. Go away, but change something. Well, no, go away, be gone for a bit, and then have a big deal where she comes back. She just back. left, though, like not long well, ago. That's because she gets plastic surgery six times a year. Jesus, so much judgment. But she go, she can <laughs> go away for a bit. Her, but that's why she's going gone all the time. She go away no, for a bit a and then come back and and be like, "Hey, you know, I realize," <laughs> and and give her give her a face turn for a while. Say, have her come back and be like, hey, I realize the error of my ways and all this stuff. And, you know, and then she can be a face for a bit. Four seconds. Yeah. And that's what I say. For, yeah, let her be a face for a bit. And by by a bit, I mean ever. Months. <laughs> and, and then here's the deal. Once she's been a face for a while and once people have accepted it, that's when you turn. That's what her dad did so well. Uh, I mean, Aside from sexually assault stewardesses, um, 
Allegedly. Which is why I'm surprised they decided to keep it on Flair because they're all into the PR and whatever. And, you know, she you wasn't were... the stewardess. Because, yes, she wasn't there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, she wasn't the stewardess. That would have made it even worse if she it was. Made it so much worse. Yeah. She would have yeah, got my dad like... helicopter decked uh, me. Um... <laughs> oh, Dad, put it away. Seriously. I think I saw that on, on the internet once. I don't. <laughs> What are you doing, stepbrother? <laughs> stepbrother, uh, help! I'm stuck in the dryer. <laughs> oh, so um, you guys are going to hell straight there. You're not passing go. You're not collecting two hundred. You're just going straight down. And the fact that you're laughing. Horse turned the six into a sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah, on both of our shirts. It's the probably the only. Maybe one of the only autographs that's in the same spot on both of our both of our shirts. He took the six and added a nine to it, um, so that he could. Then, now uh, he did suggest to uh, Dan the dad that he add a twenty to the four, um, <laughs> but the Dan the dad was like, "Well, oh, that'd be pretty off brand for me, wouldn't it?" <laughs> maybe if you become Dan the divorced dad. Right, <laughs> yeah, maybe could have done that though. We had a pot levos, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For me, yeah, I agree, uh, in many ways on the Charlotte Flair Alexa, but I, I gotta say, the overhype Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy and Sheamus, yeah, um, I, yeah. That, I mean, it, it was the worst match for a reason, mm -hmm. yeah. They they hyped that up. This is going to be a big match. And thing is, I know Damian Priest can put on a great match. I know Sheamus can put on a great match. I know Jeff Hardy used to be able to put on a great match. <laughs> um, uh, he should be in Cello Pro next year. <laughs> yeah. That's where washed up guys go, right, Billy Gunn? Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Now, Zilla, I'm going to DM Zilla Bro this episode and just this part. I'd be will, like, guys, this is why Omaha cannot have nice things. This is, I will case. say that I actually said out loud to Smarks last night. Um, I said, here's the thing, man. I look at all those guys up there, and most of them are small enough that if I got in a fight with them, at least they would know they'd been in a fight. Except for Billy Gunn. That dude is jacked. Yeah. yeah, like and then, we're talking, and then I saw arms are like, Yeah, both of them. Their arms are like this big around. Yeah, like like the size Their of my head. As big as your head. Uh, and <laughs> for Jonathan Gresham, it's almost more impressive because he's not a tall guy. No, he's no. like my height. He's a little fire plug of a guy, but like his traps were or like also grapefruit. Yeah, they were like grapefruits on his shoulders. Dude, he, that was such a fun match, though. Yeah, it was. Such, anyways. And so was the, so was the gun club. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the gun club. You, you, the, the, the thing that with gun club match that was so much fun was uh, Austin Gunn has a whole lot of charisma, but he also plays the, the, um, the puppy dog with a lot of bark but not as much bite who goes and finds his bigger dog bully friend really well like he because the people they were wrestling were these two big barbarian guys mm -hmm. and every time austin gunn got into the ring he was he was 
outmatched and turned yeah, just manhandled. And so he'd talk a, a big game and then get thrown around for a while and then run over to the corner and tag his dad in. And Billy Gunn would come in and throw the guys around for a bit and, and tag him back in. And he'd go in and bark for a bit and then get manhandled for a while. It's a ton yeah. of fun. Your overhype again was uh, the, the Damian Priest match. Yes. JLB, your overhype. Good overhype. Aren't we at the worst? Yeah. Yes, worst overhype. Overhype. Okay. Overhype okay. is too much hype for whatever too much hype. Yeah. I mean, um, over is always going to be worst. Fair. Um, I honestly think I'm going to have to go with the uh, Roman Balor matchup. I think maybe the ending might have done it for me and kind of thing, but it really kind of just ruined it. It was a decent enough match where I was like, okay, to some parts of it, I was like, okay, you kind of had me guessing maybe Finn, maybe they might give it to Finn for like two weeks or something. I'm down with that. Uh, And then heartbeat, 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 seized on up and then fell on down because somebody cut the rope. I hope they explain who cut the rope. I feel like they're not going to. Oh, right. That's what they're doing. It's extreme rules. Anything can happen in extreme rules. (laughs) Like, really, guys? In one extreme rule. In the (laughs) one extreme rules matchup. Oh, Jesus. Maybe that's why they only had one extreme rules matchup. Because there was no other way they could have even have explained that stupidity that went on in that botch. They actually fixed... They literally fixed the red light match and then fucked it all at the same time. And then the red light randomly went away when Finn Balor fell down. It's like, oh, he has no more energy. That was all from his demon energy. And once once he got hit in the groin and and legs, the the demon energy went away. Ah, I see. Interesting. So, okay. I'll accept that. We're moving on to worst performance of the night. It's done. It's done. <laughs> okay, sorry. Worst performance of the night? DAK Fabe mocking Finn Balor's knee injury. Finn Balor was a bit more convincing. Um, well, I mean, in fairness, he was doing Family Guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair. Injury. So Which went good. way too long. Which went way too long. That, that was the whole joke. I mean, if it's yeah, if, if, going. If, 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 that's fair. That's fair. It's almost as bad as Stewie's mom, mama, mommy, mama. Um, like that went way too long. I was like, "All right, I, I get it." I don't know where you would say either of those were bad. The jokes were the, <laughs> the yeah. and and All here's right. the deal: it, it, you you <laughs> will get that joke even more if you ever have a kid. Oh, I was that kid doing that to my mom, mom. <laughs> so I got it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you you, you don't you don't get it, don't get it, get it until you're the person into being done to, right? Mm. Anyway, moving forward. Moving forward. Worst performance of the night. Ring technicians? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I, would have said worst performance of the night yesterday was the whoever put the ropes up in the Zello Pro ring, but they didn't collapse, so mm, they were they just really need, loose. Maybe WWE needs theirs to be looser, so shit doesn't yeah, break. Maybe, yeah, maybe they were too tight. Toit like a toyka. Um, <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't as funny as I'm laughing at. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think all roads are going to be leading to Finn Balor, man. Like, I don't know. It's it's just because it's the last thing in our minds right now, too, that 
it just kind of there was nothing as ridiculous as that. So we're just kind of like, well, it has to be that. It has to be that. <laughs> I'm sure there was other stuff, but I'm just not thinking of it. I mean, Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I can go back to both of those things over and over and over again because they were just <laughs> really weak. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, I, I guess I'll say um, Becky getting her ass handed to her. I mean, she was getting just fucking bitch slapped all over the place. And here's okay, so side note. Here's something I don't understand. If you're another wrestler and you're going to interfere in a match, why do you wait until the well I guess the the reason that she would have waited is she wanted them both to be weak enough to beat the crap out of them. But I just don't understand that long wait. We just lost JLB. Probably because he was illegally torrenting something and the feds got him. Or it just used their feds. It's all federal government. So, you know. They don't have a federal government. It's Canada. They're part of England. They're their own federation off of England. They're independent. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. I am... I'm sorry so, to our Canadian fans. That was really just a dog on JLB. What? Hey, hey, look, there he is. He's back. Hey, I decided to go on my mobile phone. Hold on, it's going to be dark for a second. Okay, go ahead. You were saying something before oh I really gosh, interrupted you. Revived by the Balor Demon Power. Whoa. <laughs> oh, heartbeat, heartbeat, heartbeat. <laughs> Anyways. Worst performance of the night. I don't know. Yeah, geez. Um, fucking Je- Jeff Hardy didn't exactly put in a banger of a performance either. No. no, that's valid. I think Jeff Hardy's just fed up. I just think he's just there to collect a paycheck. And he's hey, been doing hey, that for a hot minute. Hey, hey, mister, I switched to my mobile phone. Is is there a way you can turn your volume down just a hair? Because you are blowing us out. Oh, my bad. Is this better? Yeah. That is better. Yes, that is a lot better. Yeah. My bad. When I put... When I put my headset on, I uh, had it so close to my mouth. Excuse me. Because yeah. you were talking at us like this. I oh, thought you loved my voice. I thought you loved my voice, even when it's so, muffled um, with loudness. We are back on Raw and Order's Extreme Rules. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about the worst performance of the night. Um D.A. Fave has not answered what he thinks the worst performance of the night is yet, so let's head on over to D.A. Fave. Why, why did you randomly get lower? Yeah, he, he, You're not even whispering in a sexy manner. You're just low. My, my, my other podcast voice. So, anyway, moving forward. Um, D.A. Fave, what is your worst performance of the night? Um, I... In writing, I'm gonna say it's it's the Balor match. In performance, actual performance in the ring, I'm gonna give it to or 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 in show, I guess uh, I'm gonna give it to Elsa Seltzer, which is really nobody's fault except for the fact that nobody thought to themselves, you know what, we should probably put some lukewarm water over that under the under the table so she can at least rinse it off for you. 
I would even feel like the announcers would have had water or something, though. Like, if she saw it wasn't working, or she felt it wasn't working, hey, can I get your water? But, like, but she didn't put it in her mouth until she she didn't put it in her mouth until she picked up Willie, the pieces of wood. Oh, okay. At the at, under the ring, you could unfortunately you could see what happened because their camera angles were poorly done on those on that setup of that you're, event. You're correct. And so you saw her go under the ring, under the announce table. Mm. Correct. Anyway, you saw <laughs> her go under the announce table. You saw her come back out. You saw her go to the ring um, to to pick up Lily and and, and her mass astonishment. Um, and then she picked up Lily, and you saw her pull Lily to her face like, ah, and that's when she actually slipped the, the tablet into her mouth, and there was no moisture there. So. Um, Maybe something you need to rehearse and see if if there needs to be you know a, a cup of water underneath or a small bottle of water, just something that she could have held under her tongue, just to activate the 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 alka seltzer. And and that's really nitpicking, um, but as a whole, there were enough bad performances because of writing mm-hmm. that. Um, we don't really know who had a bad performance. I don't disagree with Smarks that Jeff Hardy didn't really put on a banger of a match there, but um, the the Alka Seltzer segment was a fail, um, and it could have been kind of cool. We all would have known what it was. There's there's not a there's not an adult fan on the planet who wouldn't have gone, oh, yeah, that's a pretty smart move. I like that. She's rabid, you know, or whatever." Um, that's not what we got. I mean, she and tried her darndest though. She used her own spit to try and like, yeah. you know, make it, but you know, kudos yeah, to her. Then dirt she was able to make a pervy meme. So speaking yeah. of pervy, Alexis outfit. Wow. Yeah. So um I am I am going to change my vote on worst performance of the night and give it to Pete Rosenberg because I fucking hate him. Oh Jesus! What did he do? What did he say? Just he, he was on the pre-show, pre-show. panel, and I yeah. fucking hate Pete uh, for, Fortunately, okay. I'm not a big fan of the pre-show, so I managed to get away from having to watch him. I just, I just don't like him on commentary. I just don't like him at all. Uh, mine anyway, might. I'm, oh. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting done with that, that uh, lean <laughs> and, and calm voice gimmick. Um, it's tons of fun to do, but no, I, I fucking hate he. I, I've never seen him bring anything that I've liked to the table at this. He brings a ton to the table on his podcast. Yeah, yeah that's so, it. I kind so of stay on I'm the biased. Podcast. I'm biased with his podcast and his uh, hip hop show uh, that he has with Hot 97. Yeah. You can 100% be good on something and be bad on something else. And you know what you do when you're bad on something else? They you just don't stop putting you on that something else, right? Well, he he brings nothing him, to the table. They haven't made him a head writer yet, and if you've watched his fantasy booking podcast, it is fucking fantastic, and he knows exactly what he would do. Yeah. And so fucking so, stupid. so until he has to answer to Vince. Yeah. So get him off the air <laughs> and put him uh, writing the booking. So I hate him. I don't. I don't want to see him on my screen. Right. Um. YouTube's honorary mentions. Honorary mentions goes to the Booker T commercial for the WWE card. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, it, that's fair. In, 
In in fairness, um, I can actually uh, trace part of my financial instability uh, in modern day to the WCW credit card that I signed up for in 1997, oh, wow. um, and and proceeded to max out and and ruin my credit. Um, I still have it in a box somewhere. It's a sting. Uh, it was a sting card. You could probably sell it now for like the money that you need to pay your debt. Oh, I guarantee you, I could not get that much money out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the deal: it's, it's it's not about the debt from that. What happened is the debt from that has been paid off, but it took me long enough to pay off that it fucking wreaked havoc on my credit score. That's where the problem. Comes. What is the catch with that WB card, though? Is it like just a crazy high interest rate? Uh, it, there's probably no like specific the, crutch. Is, there's got to be a point system or something. Well, I there's not specifically. I as far as I know, not a point system. I could look it up, but the big thing is you get discounts when using it on the WWE shop, right? And oh, you yeah. get you get uh entered in every time you use it. You get entered in uh for drawings to win trips to shows. No, he, here's the thing: is the simple fact is, um, on any of these credit cards. The the rate is not never is not set. It depends on the person who applied for it, what rate they get, right? Oh, valid true. Um, so a person with shitty credit gets a really high interest rate, and a person with good credit gets a medium interest rate, and a person with great credit gets a really low interest rate. Um, but WWE earns a, a cut of that interest rate one way or another, right? Uh, so they're going to earn money anytime you use that card. Snap. Um, and the, the thing is, and here's why I, I throw it, is, is those types of cards are obviously aimed at a certain demographic of people. And those are people who already make poor decisions with their money. Um, so which, you. Which, which <laughs> at, at which 19 years old. years ago, yes. Yeah, at 19 <laughs> years old, you know, was me. Um, I'd never had a credit card before. Well, this was my second card, but when I got it within months or two of my first card. Um, never had any credit cards before, and you fucking uh oh, credit card is like free money, and you suddenly you find yourself with eight thousand dollars in credit card debt that you know you weren't all, prepared for. All on the WCW shop. Mm-hmm. And my favorite wrestler is Sting. Oh, it's gotta be a great card. See that stuff behind Right yeah. Oh, that stuff. No. <laughs> that stuff was bought with a different credit card. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Well, this podcast just got depressing. So, still not sponsored right. by any credit card company. This is ridiculous. They're the uh, easiest gonna, to sponsor people. You're not going to get sponsored <laughs> by a credit card company the way we're talking shit about them right now. Uh, that's for certain. Hey, kids, um, it, it, you know, I'm not saying credit cards are bad. They have their use, but here's the deal. Understand it's not understand budgeting first, and understand budgeting first. Yeah, yeah. I'll hey, tell uh, you the credit cards are uh, away from the mouth again. Away from the mouth, because you're back to this again. Understand budgeting first, kids, because credit cards are bad if you're irresponsible and careless, like Officer Mark Smarks was when he was 19. The big thing is just knowing it's not free money. It, yeah. it's it, you. Not only do you have to pay it all back, but if you don't pay it back, 
that month, you have to pay it back with a usually fairly high interest rate. You, you guys, you guys have a minimum though, right? A minimum balance that you have to pay that you could pay yeah. that they tell you. Okay. Yeah, there's like a minimum, but it's usually like fifty bucks. Fifty dollars yeah. at the time it was like twenty five bucks or X percent of the the mm. outstanding balance or something like that, whichever is. And while we're on it, kids, never pay just the minimum. Always at least pay mm-hmm. double yeah, the minimum. If you really can't off, afford to pay everything. Points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take your best friend to a Jim Gaffigan yeah. show. Here's the, yeah, here's the deal. If if you've got the... You want to use a credit card... Here, credit card advice. Credit advice from Raw and Order. Uh, you want to use a, a credit card... Worst performance of the night. You you want to use a credit card to build your credit score. Here's what you do. You get a credit card. You use it to buy one affordable thing per month, right? Uh, You wait until your statement date comes out, and then you pay the whole thing off down to zero balance. I actually heard you shouldn't pay it all off if you want to build your credit. That's why the important thing is wait till statement date. Ah, Statement date is different than due date. Statement date is when they report the balance to the credit companies, right? And so Ah. you wait until that date. So they report that you've got a small balance on it and then pay it the fuck off all the way Mm. gone, right? Down to zero balance, right? Because then you get zero interest on it. Most credit card company, most credit cards have 0% interest for the first 30 days of purchase or whatever, right? Uh, so you pay it the fuck off and then you're good. And you do that every month. So like you develop a thing where you put gas in your car or every month you load your Starbucks card with $25 so that you can pay your Starbucks with it or whatever. But the important thing is a small amount that you can pay off. So that you're always getting out of that hole before you get the other piece to the credit one. If you really want Points are fun. But that's the deal. If you use this... I, you have to not, pay it off every month, too. Yeah, you're so. paying it off every month, You're, but you're uh, getting all those points. And that's why I said something affordable. You know, if, if you're making a ton of money, right, uh, you, like, you can... I'm a podcaster. Yeah. You can use it to buy something big. Like, uh, in my previous career, selling cars... We had people who would walk in and buy a ten, fifteen thousand dollar car and put it on their card, their Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops card, uh, and you get the points. Yeah, in a former life, before I went to the academy. Wow, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that explains why you're such a snake on this podcast. Yeah. No, I suck <laughs> selling cards because I'm not a snake. That's the thing. Um, but they they buy the entire car, fifteen thousand dollars on a card, get all the points from that, and then pay it the fuck off. Um, so they didn't have any balance on it. So they'd get these points effectively for free, and then they'd use them for shit like traveling around the world, right? Which you shouldn't do now because of COVID. Um, if you do so it responsibly. Them. You know, but here's the um, I'm, I'm gonna drop a, a, a reference to there's a TikToker that I follow, Zach Burabell. Um, Zachary Burabell on TikTok, go find him. He does credit hacks, credit card hacks, where he shows you how you can use a small amount of points, 
um, to buy to book like trips to all over the world. His his TikToks Ooh. are phenomenal. You got to um, share that to me. Uh, where he, he'll be and, and he'll be like, "Hey, you want to you want to fly to Abu Dhabi, right? And stay at this fancy hotel. Let me show you how you could do it." Hilton Rewards is a partner with this hotel. So you can use your Hilton Rewards for that. But what's the thing? Well, Amex currently is a partner with Hilton Rewards. You can buy Hilton Rewards points for X number of Amex points right now. And Amex will let you buy points for 10 cents per point or something like that. So here you can buy enough points to book four nights at this hotel in Abu Dhabi that normally would be $5,000 for the four nights, you can buy enough points for that for $800 in Amex points. And, you know, fun shit like that. So, anyways, but we're going to get back on to wrestling. Hold, hold on, hold on, wait. Before we get back to wrestling, you told me <laughs> I can go to Abu Dhabi? Uh, I can I'm... fucking find Nermal? You, you could try. <laughs> you could try. This public service announcement Very was small. brought to you by Visa Card. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi is very large. Normal is very small. She's the only one that looks like a cat or like a cartoon. Yeah, but still, still very small. You'd you'd have to you'd have to. I mean, you'd have to have more than five days. That's all I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. All right, back back to wrestling. Uh, This part of the podcast was um, brought to you by Garfield. You by Garfield and friends. And voiced by Bill Murray. Uh, a fun thing, uh, Bill Murray didn't actually voice Garfield in the cartoon. It was just a guy who sounded a lot like Bill Murray. Bill Murray did, however, voice Garfield in the movie. Yeah. Uh, moving on to worst wow. move of the night. Us having a conversation about credit cards. That was the worst move of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Worst of the night with 19-year-old me signing up for it. (laughs) Um, Worst move of the night. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm going to go with the uh, worst move of the night. I feel like Charlotte did something with – it was a a mix between Charlotte and when she did the – no, no, never mind. She actually landed that perfectly. Yeah, get, get back Ooh, to me. What do you so... guys... Uh... Nah, I don't want to say that. I've been trying to find something different because it's honestly just going to be the Uso splash or like uh, Finn Balor faking his leg going off the ropes or really the lights, red lights coming on and up. I was letting you think. I'm telling you for me. Usos. I, I'm going to go ahead and get my answer. The worst move of the night was booking a uh, show called Extreme Rules and having <laughs> only one match that went under any sort of extreme rule. That's about the point. Worst move yeah. of the night. I'm going to have to piggyback off you on that Rosenberg one. And Rosenberg on the, on the kickoff show. He's on the kickoff show every single time. It's still the worst move. It's a, it's a bad move. <laughs> they don't learn from it. I hate him. I'd rather have so fucking what, what's, what's the other guy? <laughs> Sam, what's his face? Sam Roberts? No, not yeah. Sam Roberts. Sam Roberts? Yes, yeah. I also fucking hate Sam Roberts. Yeah, I'd rather have Sam than Pete. I hate I Sam think... too, but I'd rather have him <laughs> than Pete. And Sam actually has a better podcast than Pete. Yeah, that's okay. valid. 
So that's ours. What's your worst move? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to piggyback off you and go with uh, the... I really felt that they now officially needed more extreme rule. I felt like if they had extreme, more extreme rule match type stipulations, probably would have been a better pay-per-view. It would have definitely helped with the um, Uso match a bit. It maybe would have helped with uh, the Bliss match a bit as well. Although, still kind of messed up when you think of it where... What was it that match where they hit the person on the table and it was disqualification? The, uh, yeah. A couple months ago. I can't remember. A couple months ago. We, we I feel like. Roasted it. So, and then now you have everybody hitting their person on the table and like, it's no problem. It's like, hey, oh no, he hit him on the table. Oh, let's go back to the ring. Like. Was it? Is it possible? Because we still saw a little bit of extreme rule. Mm, it's very. We still saw a little bit of them doing not so, just a normal match type within this event, though. We didn't see them go to the crowd like Roman's match, but we did see them go out of the ring, hit them on the, uh, to do a little maneuver on the, on the steel steps. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess they do anyways now, and they just made it normal. They just normalized it. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'll just have to go with uh, the only match being Extreme Rules because it would have definitely helped out with the other matches to make it at least that a little bit better. It would have certainly helped in the Triple Threat match. It, it was so bad. Well, and a Triple Threat theoretically is an Extreme Rule because there's no DQ. Yeah, but I still felt like if you would have had... It's like, also I've, so commonplace that it's just tough to... That's it. Like I felt like they didn't even use table. Like I like just a legit extreme rules match. Give me more of tables or something. You know what I mean? They they use the extreme rules ish for a triple step for a triple threat in the most lamest way possible. <clears throat> hey Bruce, where do you want me to put these kendo sticks? We'll put one on one side of the ring. And then just bundle the other ones up on another one on the other. (laughs) Make sure there's one sticking out so it's a handle. (laughs) Why do we bring kendo sticks to these things anyways? But it helps put the ring together. (laughs) Oh. Apparently it doesn't because Finn Balor fell off the rope. The The kendo sticks weren't holding. Ah, You're fine. Yeah. Hey, um, well, while I'm putting those under, do you want me to finish uh, putting that top rope all together? Nah. <laughs> It'll hold. Ah. Uh, anyway. You know, I, I just got to point out, after all of these times with the r- ring ropes breaking um, and then the ring itself breaking when big guys did moves on it, why does anyone trust WWE to put the ring together? Like... Smash. I mean, it just broke under an 185-pound well, dude. Yeah, that well, deal. This, this wasn't well, Big Show climbing up to it. This was this was little guy, Finn Balor, and just fucking... And you had it work for the entire rest of the card. Like, they have to have a story. They can't just do, oh, well, it's Extreme Rules. Oh, that's why it happened. Oh, you never know what's going to happen on Extreme Rules. You know, like, you got to give me... I mean, I guess they'll just do some lame-ass thing like, oh, the Usos cut the ropes or something for if they are going to mention anything. But truth be told, they're really just going to say 
hey, it's an Extreme Rules match. Anything can happen. The ropes I, fell off. I got, I got a question. Why for an Extreme Rules match, why doesn't anyone just bring a gun? Oh, Jesus. Or a taser. Yeah. Or just like fucking... bow and arrow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Because Rules, I win. <laughs> Yeah, Damian because... Priest would win all the Extreme Rules matches. He'd just shoot him with his fire arrow. That's about the point. Uh, <laughs> we have gone off the rails tonight. Uh, uh, we are, we are, we're spicy. Um, moving on. Final of the worst, worst moments, and I think this one we're all going to be unanimous on. Worst moment. Ring breaking. Ring ropes breaking. Finn Balor. It's, it was fucking stupid. Dumb. Yep. Um, absolutely. I, the, the problem is you built you built something you hadn't built at all before. That's it. And other than Finn Balor never losing as as the demon. But then all of a sudden you built like supernatural powers for him, which had never been built before for that character. It had been built for before, mm-hmm. but not and, for that character. And also those two were those two were powers made him so strong he could beat three Samoan guys or three Polynesian opponents all at one time, and and then he got in the ring and turned buckle breaks and and, and oh no I broke it I broke power I hurty I can't fight no more yeah. I just came back from death but now my ankle hurts and I I'm done I done I quit I done Demon go away. Just hurts so bad. And and if I'm not mistaken, did he not also do his Finn Balor thing during when he got up? Um well I mean his music playing. No, but I feel like he did it during the end of the match. But no, he always, when he goes for the coup de gras, stands up there and puts his arms out. Like the thing, you know. But I, mean? I, so I felt I heard the music with the, this no, one. Though. Am I the crazy? Music, the music was playing ever since the heartbeat. Because here's the deal. Um, this I think I don't. I honestly don't think this was planned. I think it's that the um, people in the truck uh, just didn't have a quick way to separate the heartbeat from the demon music. Right? It's all part together. So when they wanted to play the heartbeat for him coming back to life, they just started the demon music, which starts with the heartbeat. And then just forgot to shut it off before the music hit. You know, like the Mexican announcers mics. Yeah. So the music continued to play. <coughs> I, and may, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I'm under the uh, belief, after watching it, that I don't think the music was meant to continue playing. But it did continue playing. So when he got to the top rope and stood up, the music was playing at the same time he was up there. So you're correct that, but okay, I don't so think I wasn't it was. Crazy. I don't think it was planned that way. Okay. I think it was just they they we need the heartbeat. Well, the heartbeat's on the start of the music, so just play his music. Okay. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. That just goes to show you they don't plan at all because that easily could have been cut in two seconds. Uh, make it as long as you want for him to freaking have a spasm attack while on the ground, and then all you have is heartbeats. Uh, and to your point, uh, Mr. Fabe, uh, the WWE, and that's not a WWE thing, that's a Peacock thing, because that only happened in the States. So that was a Peacock error and not a WWE error for the I Spanish know. thing. I know, it was a fun okay. joke. All right, it was a bad joke, just saying, just, you know. Yeah. 
That's what we do is bad jokes. That's fair. Have you, yeah, how long have you been a part of this podcast? When, when was the last time you heard a good joke on this podcast? Because I mean, I know you think you have good ones, but you don't. Oh, snap. Oh, no. Can we move on to the best stuff? Yes, let's go. Hey, finally. You, universal. Universal. Worst move, worst moment was the fucking rope break. <laughs> best moment. Best moment. Best. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to lift my spirits up here. Hold on. <laughs> pre-show count. Does pre-show count? Tell me pre-show counts. Does pre-show count? Pre-show, pre-show count. Fucking counts. fine. Whatever. Live more. You're winning. Yeah, that was probably the best moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one was good. I I'm gonna go with Big E beating Lashley. Yeah. That that was probably the best good. moment. Thing. Yeah. I mean, if we if if we had, yeah, I mean, I would put that as like the best booking moment because that was the most time I felt that the WWE made sense in their booking. I'm like, oh, you actually had Big E beat Lashley. One, two, three. I didn't think they were actually going to do that. Seeing the Wrestleverse make memes about Alexa Bliss's saliva. Those were good moments, but it wasn't part of the show. I mean, the saliva was, but the I mean, we can talk about all of the things that could have been best moment. Uh, Demon Finn Balor beating uh, Roman yeah. Reigns could have been a best moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bianca Belair uh, defeating Becky Lynch triumphantly, or, or Becky Lynch finishing match. Yeah, yeah, or Becky Lynch defeating uh, Bianca Belair after after the match could have been a best moment. Um, Charlotte reascending to the greatness of mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte Flair uh, or Alexa Bliss beating Charlotte Flair for the championship could have been a great moment, yeah. right? These are all things that could have been great moments, but were ruined by fucking bad creative. I need to find the video of uh, Jericho saying another bad idea by bad creative. That's what this was, <laughs> anyways. Best moment. Uh, yeah. That's it. I mean, I guess. That's it. Whole thing. JLB, I mean, what was your best moment? Best moment, uh, I would say, yeah, I, I'm going to go with um, the the booking. It's going to be a booking moment with um, Biggie actually pinning Lashley. Yeah. I'm not upset about either of you guys' choices. Because honestly, I. No, I mean, I was too, to be fair. Um, I just didn't care for the match in the sense of what the match was about. Um, and the fact that it was on the pre-show, they were honestly not going to care. Hey, it's Halloween season, kids. <laughs> I mean, that was probably more exciting than Extreme Rules was in all of its form. So, Yeah. There you go. I got my uh, moment of the night right there. Um, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll go with uh, Big E pinning Lashley. I would not scoff at anybody for saying that. Never. So we're going to move on to this is going to be maybe a tough one. Breakout star of the night because like there, there was no one on this show that already hadn't been established to be a big star. Ooh, I mean, ooh, can I go with the pre-show? Can I go with the pre-show? Can I yeah, go with Liv the Morgan would be about the only uh, option. I mean, I... had Biggie defended his championship, mm-hmm. that would have been it. 
but he didn't defend the championship. Like, he just was in the match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you can't really make an argument for almost anyone else on the night. Like, you know. uh, I would, I would actually argue. So um, this is Pat McAfee's coming out party. He had some great one liners. So I will mm-hmm. make one argument in favor of somebody that's not on the pre-show. Uh, and Liv Morgan's an established star, but but I think, oh Jesus, I said this before. I don't have a fucking clue if they know what they're doing with her. I pray that they might be going somewhere with her. Yeah. Um, the uh, the only thing I can say is I'm not a fan of uh, her extensions and her her um, bangs. Now, yeah. I, I I like I liked her old look better, but that's that's a minor gripe. That's yeah. like very minor. Yeah. Otherwise, she looked fantastic. But um, Pat but... McAfee had a coming out party on one liners. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, so. I'll which 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 gets us to best line new I category to, you right, had the one category where he talked over cool yeah. that's that's my that's my choice is is uh, because because here's the deal with that that's thinking on his feet like it, almost any Can of the other lines now nah, he no, just no, doesn't I have heard. his camera turned on because oh, he's are, fucking so are are you uh did you have a uh a breakout star there stud uh yeah no breakout star i i guess you you gotta it's universal you gotta give it to live morgan i mean there's no one else on there that was a breakout it's a live star. morgan wow it's, live morgan. it's a new one oh yeah, I, I don't live. remember seeing live morgan on this show tonight All right. i thought she so, was yeah. on impact <laughs> <laughs> what's live morgan doing in the impact <laughs> um the one I, I give uh, for the best line from Pat McAfee, Roman Reigns gets a chair and he says, Roman Reigns is like Bob Ross with a chair. Uh, <laughs> I missed that. So <laughs> like I say, for, for me, the reason it's the other one is uh, he could have scripted Texas. out the Bob Ross one yeah. earlier, you know, but for him to be so on the ball that he's like, oh, uh, this has been happening. There's going to be a lot of people in the United States who've been hearing Spanish over the announcers. So I'm just going to fucking do it. And 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 for him to know enough Spanish offhand for him to actually deliver a Spanish sentence. I don't know what he said. But... In six months' time, he has, he has brought himself to heel commentary levels equal to that of Corey Grant. I Yeah, I've, I I've been... That. I've been yeah. the first of us to admit that he, uh, his his in ring work, he back when he had the feud with yeah. with Adam Cole, I did hey. not expect him to be uh, be uh, good at all, um, and he he was very impressive in that, and he's been impressive ever since then. So you know what, you know they should put him on uh, the pre show panel. I wonder who they could take off the pre show panel. And- <laughs> they could definitely, honestly, though, the guy's working so much. The guy's already going to do three hours. He's going to do another hour for that. Like, give the guy a break. They could easily yeah. put someone else on the pre show panel, but. No, I don't want to give. Them, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I I I really kind of don't like almost anyone on the pre-show panel anymore. Like, I like Kayla. Kayla, I like Kayla. Yeah, Charlie's gone, but I like Kayla. I guess Sonya Deville was on the pre-show. You know, I I like her. Okay, I wish she'd go back to wrestling, but whatever. Um, I, I well, I feel like her and Naomi are going to have like a thing. Yeah, I think they're starting to build that. But I just want to. My it's just worry taking is, too long. My worry is they're going to build it all at 
a, a storyline where she's still the boss, and so she just keeps putting other people in front of Naomi instead of actually having a match with Naomi. Anyways, um, I'm I'm kind of tired of seeing Booker T on the pre-show, so I'd be fine without him. I'm, I'm but you like JBL? You like JBL? Yeah. Oh. So get him on. I don't mind JBL, um, but I could be. I'm fine without Booker. He's, he's just anti-bully, and then JBL's first bully. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean I, that's legit. That's that's a good reason to not like somebody. Yeah. I I also never liked him before I knew he was a a bully, but he, he just back in his time I, I never I, I wasn't an acolyte. I wasn't an APA. Fan, so, so you're um, a big fan of John Cena beating him. <laughs> I don't know. know that John Cena sucks. I, I I couldn't see that happening. Mm. <laughs> He's just laying down. Yeah. Why is um, the ref I, Kev, uh, Kevin Patrick, does anyone know? If if I had you draw a picture of Kevin Patrick, how confident would you be that you drew him right? Do you have any idea what Kevin Patrick no, looks like? No, I don't, like I don't get your joke. Yeah. Do you have any idea what Kevin Patrick no. looks like? No. That's my point. Is he's fucking generic. Yeah, it's valid. When it, I when I hear Kevin Patrick, I'm thinking of like the old WCW ref, but it, I don't think his name was Kevin no, Patrick. No, 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 That's Nick Patrick. Patrick. I don't Nick know if Patrick. Kevin Patrick's any relation. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page yet, so I can't click on his name. <laughs> Moving forward. Moving forward, uh, best performance of the night. JLB, what do you got? I'm going to go with um, best performance. I am down to give it to you know what? I'm down to give it to Bliss. This is, I think, the first time we saw Bliss wrestle a full-length match. Without it being cinematic, um, and I was really happy to see her wrestle again. And there was spots of you know the old Bliss coming back, um, which I, like I don't remember her ever doing the uh, that top rope move. I don't know Twisted Bliss uh, doing that when she was the Fiend or wrestling as the Fiend. Um, so I like the fact that they are obviously pushing old school bliss coming back and just really enjoyed. So I'm going to give her best performance and that might just be partially due be due to the fact that she doesn't really wrestle as a uh, feed bliss much. So I'm missing the old bliss and I got to see that. So she gets my best performance award. Okay. DFA. Oh, okay. Um, Pat McAfee. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> um, so it's so tough because I'm I'm a Finn Balor fan, so I want to say Finn Balor up and until great. yeah, the match was fire up until that. Um, Heyman's interview with Kayla that was yeah. Really, what do you think crazy. this is? You think this is Roman? You think Brock? You, you think this is Brock? Maybe it is Brock. I can't talk to my friend. It's <laughs> a valid point. Jesus, man, what is going on here? Oh, yeah, so I just you won't get to watch that though. So. Yeah, I won't until they move Roman to Raw at the draft, and 
Fucking go back to the jam belt. Damn, so you don't even you don't even try to watch the highlights of SmackDown? Because some Paul Heyman classics happen on SmackDown, man. No, I, I, I was talking about he's not gonna be able to watch the he's boycotting Crown Jewel. Because he always yeah. boycotts Crown Jewel. Yeah, I don't watch Crown Jewel. Uh yeah, you'll watch the highlights though. No, I, I don't. You won't just it's, do it at all. It no, it's 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 a political thing. I'll be the first to admit it's a political thing, but I refuse to support anything with Crown Jewel. And so uh the Saudi Arabia thing, I, I will not give them my highlight view, I will not give them my stream view. It's right. the closest thing I can do to voting with my dollars against that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's fair. So and it's just me now. I'll come I'll, back. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm be dark. back. I'm just going to step away for a second and do the last water. That's fine. So, um, best performance, I guess I, I go with Finn Balor because the match was fire up until that. Yeah, it's about the point. Guess, though. He, sold, he sold the fuck out of, uh, oh, my ankle. Oh, my <laughs> shin. I had my shin on the way down from that stupid thing. Oh, my God. So, we will move on. To underhype it, this is going to be a tough one for us to do. What was the match that was, I don't know, I guess it might be super easy. What was the match that was publicized the least that was <laughs> the best? Um, the opener, the six-man tag match. <laughs> yeah, that's where my thoughts were. I said, this is going to be hard. And then I thought of that one. I was like, wait, no, this is going to be fucking easy. Uh, that match, because it was not hyped at all. Oh, it was hyped for like 15 minutes. Under hype of the night. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, I gotta agree with you. Six man tag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that was a great match. That was fun. I was like, oh, okay, this might be interesting. Um, I don't know, but they got to do something with AJ and Omos. Just get rid of that. Just, just well, get Omos rid of needs it. To take a loss. Omos needs to go out on his go death. Yeah, finish a match on his back. Well, I mean, I don't know if he needs to get a loss necessarily. He just needs to not be with AJ. Just this has to stop. Omos has to do his own thing. But then I feel like if they try and do that, he's just going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I, I think Omos has to lose. I, I do. They're not going to, though. That's Vince's big new big man. Because I guess he ain't going to hire Braun back. Which I seriously thought he was going to do since Braun wasn't being called up anywhere else. Is his time up, Bronze? Yeah, well, I think it's been up for a bit, month or so. But um, also, no one's hiring just because he's asking for too much money, and it's kind of a pointless hire. Yeah. There has been hints from Impact Wrestling that they might be looking. Yeah, but they right. hint at everything. They they do, but but uh, broken clock is right twice a day. Um, it's not a- Eventually, they're going to hint at something, and it's going to be something that was real. Um, so, I mean, it's looking like them hinting at Buddy Murphy was real. Um, yeah. So. Which is weird, because then we saw that video uh, vignette, although it's not AEW officialed, mm-hmm. uh, there was still a lot of, you know, stuff from... Alistair Black's thing or uh, Malachi Black's thing that was part of that. It was the same thing. So I thought, oh, okay, he's definitely going to AEW's. And maybe they were in talks, but then they kind of realized, 
oh no, we'll just go with Brian and Cole, grab them first. And um, then the forbidden door is open so he can go to impact and still fulfill that. That's true. It right. It's big nets. <laughs> yeah, he, he did some big nets. Yes. Thank you. Whole lot of uh, big nets. Whole lot of big nets. Um, I mean, for me, under hype of night, of course, the the new day match, uh, the the six man tag, because up until an hour before it happened, we didn't know what was going on at all. Yeah. Um, so. And and it was a good match. Yeah, it was a great match. Barring almost. Yeah. <laughs> so. What was your oh my god moment? This has to be because we're in the best, so the good side. This has to be what was the good oh my god moment of the night? Fuck you. No, it was it was it was the the heartbeat. The heartbeat hitting the lights changing, him kicking ass. That the, everything up to the worst moment of the night. Um, from the lights changing was the best moment of the night. That's why it pissed you off so much. Because you literally got the best moment of the night followed by the worst moment of the night in 97. I don't, I don't even think I like the heartbeat, to be honest with you. I thought it was weird. Um, I don't know. I get kind of both ways. It probably will win my for oh my god moment of the night because it was um, the, the problem is because I think DFA mentioned earlier, this was new and that's part of the problem. Right. Yeah. If they'd established this months ago, that you know Finn Balor, demon form can come back. Like if if they'd have had him have a match with the Undertaker two years ago, uh, and Undertaker or, or did the, his the Bray Wyatt match that he had. Yeah. But no, I'm thinking I deal with the Undertaker. Undertaker does his sit up gimmick. Um. So you have a moment in the match where Undertaker does his sit up gimmick. And then Undertaker gets the over the the upper hand, and Finn Balor's down, and then the heartbeat hits, and Finn Balor does his sit up moment, right? That would have been a fire way to establish this is something that the demon does, but because they had never established it, um, I get it coming out of left field a bit, but it's still it was the moment that we thought, and you know we mentioned it. Uh, this was their swerve, but it was the moment we thought maybe maybe Finn Balor's actually going to pull this one out. Maybe he can't be killed as the demon. That's it. Because yeah. you mentioned no, he, he never lost as the demon. That's a legit not, thing. Not on, the, not on the main roster. He okay. lost one time as the demon on NXT, but they ignore that on the main roster. So they, right up until tonight, officially on the main roster, the demon has never lost. Until now. Snap. Until now. And if you're gonna make anyone lose the lose that record, it's got to be from your tribal chief. You got to acknowledge his greatness. Well, yeah. Now, now the record breakers are gonna have a match at Crown Jewel. Yeah, and that will be the hype about it. One break. Mm -hmm. You broke the streak. I broke the demon. Well, I mean, we might actually see Finn versus Taker. Wasn't there like a Undertaker poster for Survivor Series? That being a thing, was that like a legit WWE poster? It was, no? You I, saw that poster? I, I did not see anything of the sort. It's the 30-year anniversary, though, so of him showing up, so maybe. Was that oh, okay. So Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's 
only for Survivor Series. I would think Vince would try to bring him to Saudi to do a Crown Jewel thing and what kind of cool thing to do with Finn and Taker since yeah. the Saudi shows don't really matter. Yeah. I would say uh, because... Taker's we're, not having a match. No. I, I would say because we're um, over a month away from Survivor Series, almost two, um, that anything you see right now for Survivor Series is uh, at best a mock-up. And, okay. and at worst, yeah, a fan-made. Yeah. Because yeah. um, here's the deal. Arenas need to advertise long before the card is set. So what do they do? They mock up some shit. They throw together right. some some wrestlers that might be there. And uh, I mean, even even Zello Pro, right? The the poster for the Zello Pro match originally had uh, Alex Shelley on it and I believe Hammerstone on it um, and a couple other people that weren't even there, right? Uh, okay. Because when they made the the poster was before they'd booked all the talent, right. and then as it got closer to the day, they updated the poster to show here's the talent that's actually going to be there. So, anyways, moving on to best move. <clears throat> best move. Mm. I don't. Um, I. I guess I'll go with Charlotte's uh, moonsault to back to back moonsault. I know she does that all the time now, kind of thing. But uh, not nothing else is really ringing a bell. Oh, maybe Sasha Banks' uh, breaker. I felt like her breaker, her coming back, her uh, bank statement there, or I don't know if it's called the bank statement, but the other one. Anyways, her little knee backbreaker thing. Felt really, uh, really crazy this time around. I don't know. Just she, she looked fresh. She looked good. So it kind of got me like excited, and she really uh, kicked some ass in that ring. So I'll probably go with her uh, back knee breaker thing. That is called the bank statement, no? Backstabber. Uh, backstabber. Oh, just the backstabber. Okay. Yeah, the backstabber is the back move, and then she rolls into the bank statement, which is the submission. Fair. So I'll go with the uh, backstabber. That's, okay. that's very fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to go with Liv Morgan's finisher. Which is what? Where she jumped onto the second rope and then did a backflip right into that, that yes. thing she did. Yeah, that where she closed. I, I don't, it doesn't have a name. It's kind of like a DDT, but that's it. She sat on the rope and then laid back and. Caught Carmella as she was going down in a DDT. I was like, "That's fucking cool. <laughs> That's I've never seen it before. That's fucking cool. Good job." Here's to hoping they uh, do something with it. The the off the record or the out of the ring best move was putting a pause button on Peacock. Yes. Definitely. See, they, Peacock gives the fans what they want, and I guess there was also a lot of commentary about Spanish. the fans wanting English and Spanish dubs at the same time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will point <laughs> out that um, they put a pause button on it, which is great, but they really need to work on the um, fast-forward functionality. Fast-forward and, 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 and rewind. rewind. Yeah, both of them. Is it, um, is it legit fast-forwarding, or it's like Netflix is fast-forwarding where it's every 15 seconds or whatever? 
Um, it is it is legit, but here's the it's fast forward, but you have no preview. Or oh, rewind, and you have no preview. Oh, that's so, annoying. So um and and the, I would prefer a Netflix style jump 30 seconds at a time, sort of a thing, where I can say right. I, I want to go two minutes, you know, there's a commercial break, it's probably about two minutes. I hit that thing four times, it's gonna jump two minutes, and then I see, you know, sort of a thing. Um, but with this well, 10 seconds at a time. Yeah, or 10 seconds or or 15 or I mean whatever, as long as it's a number that you can know, hey, this is gonna gonna jump me a certain amount of time or whatever. Um, or a scrubber where you could grab and just scrub forward a bit until you saw something. That's fine too. Uh, but Peacock's um at least the interface on the Android TV that I use, um, <laughs> it's a fast forward button. And you press it once and it goes double speed. You press it twice, it goes quadruple speed. You press it the third time, it goes 8x speed. But it doesn't have that preview window, so you don't know where the fuck you're fast-forwarding to. Oh, no. You you press it three times, and now you're at 8x speed, and then you just have to press play and hope that you're at the spot you wanted to fast-forward to. (laughs) Um, Damn. It's like roulette. Maybe it's for like the nine. Maybe it's for like the nine ninety nine subscribers or something, because the normal one is four ninety nine or something for you guys, right? Hey, 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 hey. Um, we're on. We're See on these the shirts. Side. See these shirts. Yeah. yeah, we don't cheap out on fucking. We can afford nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you guys have. I'm just saying it we starts at four ninety nine. Fucking pay. Re- that's actually a gimmick that's on uh, being the elite right now, where the the elite uh, <laughs> talk about they don't ever pay retail for their their uh, their fancy shoes. They always pay pay resellers price. These shoes <laughs> might retail for 120 bucks, but that's too cheap for us. We're going to pay resellers price of four thousand dollars for these shoes or whatever it is. <laughs> um. Best move of the night for me going to Zello Pro yesterday. Uh, that doesn't. Again, <laughs> um, um, I don't know the the, the 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 sportsmanship sports. sports the man. um, Balor going through the table was fucking cool. That looked fucking bad. The table splintered, so that was badass. Uh, Liv Morgan's finisher was cool, so I might go with that. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, I, I'll tell you, in six months it won't be. Uh-huh. But it was the first time we saw it, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, really neat. It might be the first and last time you see it, because chances are they'll just randomly not use her again, because faith in WWE is zero. It's because she wears Zello Pro colors, black and <laughs> the shade of green. Yes. We're okay with you coming to the next Zello Pro show if you get fired, Liv. Yes. <laughs> Preferably I mean, we, we don't want you to get fired. No. Um, it's a but if. if you happen to get fired, you know, because there's, there's, there's options for you, including uh, like AEW or Impact Wrestling. And, and you know what's great about both AEW and Impact and, and Ring of Honor as well? They also let you work the indies as well, like like Cello Pro. So um, you can come meet five hundred Nebraskans. Yeah, four hundred eighty. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was not a packed house. That's the only sad thing yeah. from it. Is I, I was hoping we, there'd be more people there. We tried to start a chance of please come back, 
and it was two people chanting, please come back. Bringing out three oh, people. no. Okay. <laughs> oh, I've Guess been spamming. Coming back. I've been spamming the crap out of her to uh, get her, well, Zello Pro just in general to get them to come back. And they said they will be back, but they specifically did not say we'll be back to Carney. So they might try a different uh, venue in Nebraska next time. Well, the, the venue they went to is not great at promoting. Not great at promoting. It's, I don't know. Here's the deal. The problem is the venue is also in a town that's only got 30,000 people in it. And yes, there were a lot of people who drove from elsewhere in the state, but you know, um, forty minutes east of there, they would have had double the amount of of potential, triple the amount of potential people right in market. You know, in, in Grand Island, or you know, a couple hours east of there, they would have had a million people uh, to try yeah. to get there. So one hour or an hour and a half east of there. It mm -hmm. had five hundred thousand. Yeah, in the in the metro for mm -hmm. Lincoln. Yeah, so, so I mean, there's there's a lot lot of things they could do, but uh, but like, I've been spamming the crap out of them, saying please come back. Send send. Uh, I, I immediately following sent a message saying, hey, make sure uh to have uh, tell your talents to try a runza before they leave Nebraska because that's a Nebraska food chain that everyone needs to try at least once when they're in Nebraska. You might not like it. Who knows? But you can't get it anyplace else, so you got to try it. Anyways. Um, but so we will move on to match of the night. This one this one could get spicy because the one that should be match of the night ruined by a bad ending. The next one that could be match of the night ruined by a bad ending. Um... The third place match of the night, Matt. No, no, no. Bad ending. <laughs> Do we go four yeah. places down to get the match of the night? I, I, I don't think you have to. I really think the match of the night, pre-bad endings, there's only two that are above this. Um, I, I, I would say that the two that are above this are obviously the, the Universal Championship and um, the the uh, uh, Becky Lynch and, and Bianca Belair, they and Becky was selling a story there, man. Yep, like she she looked like she was incapable of even competing with Bianca Belair. Mm -hmm. Um, so those two both were were better than the match. I'm going to say, but I I. Th I think they opened with the best match. I really, really think the six-man tag was the best match of the night. Um, bad endings aside, it would have been the third best match of the night. Um, so you don't have to push it that far down. The Alexa, the Alexa, um, the Alexa, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte match. Um, again, scratch the record. As as a Husker fan who's who's watched um, football. Yeah, it's been scratched the record lately. Um, over the last four years, um, I'm, I'm ready to scratch the record on Charlotte. Man, just change something about yourself and and not surgically, just change something about your gimmick. Be, yeah, do what your dad did and be a good guy for a while, not helicopter penis. I mean, if you want to do yeah. that, you can do that too, but 
don't do it yeah. in public. Jesus, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna say you're probably right. It's the six man tag. I mean, like the Usos versus Street Profit match was a good match, ruined yeah, by mean, a, a bad ending. I, 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 and I would put that right behind, mm. literally right behind. There were the sad part is there were six, there were five good matches in the universe and the U.S. title match. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> It's valid. Yeah. The US the US title match was not a great match. It just no. it wasn't a bad match. It was it was a C minus. Yeah. Um it was what you expect for a mid card title match with two big dudes and a high flyer that used to be a high flyer and isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Um the there so there were there were uh, of the six matches, there were five good matches and the US title match, and there were four bad endings. Yeah, it's rough, man. I that mean, is it's just rough. Yeah, so. that's why, and, man. Like the the Usos wasn't a bad ending. I'll, I'll take that back. There were three bad endings. The Usos wasn't a bad ending. It was a bad finish. It was just a botch. Yeah, yeah bad finish. <laughs> botch finish. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna have to still give it to. Um, I think I'm honest because I'm the most excited by it. Uh, the um, so, uh, not the Sasha, but the uh, Bel Air Becky. Uh, that match was just the most exciting for me. And although, yes, how Sasha came back and whatever, and it ended in DQ, um, still, it still kind of got me also really excited for, oh my God, we're going to see a triple threat kind of thing. Or at least I feel we're going to see a triple threat. Um, I don't know. That and, all can change with the with the draft. So, oh yeah, that's true. That was kind of part of it too. Where, like, you know, like my mom was also asking, like, "Oh, do you, so who should win here?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know. There's a draft coming up, so honestly, everything's really kind of up in the air." <laughs> uh, but I told her for sure, Roman, Roman's winning. Uh, I don't know how you like. I don't know how you didn't get that memo, um, Fape, because there was no way Bauer. Uh, Balor rather was uh, gonna gonna win uh, with that, but I would definitely uh, I'll because I really enjoyed that match. Uh, even Sasha coming was cool. It was just kind of like maybe she should have just came after the match and it would have done the same thing, uh, or make it an extreme rules match and you would have been perfect. I'm sorry, I maybe yelled a bit there. I don't know if it muffled, um. But yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Bel Air and Becky. That was a fire matchup, and Bel Air looks so strong in that match, and definitely better than what they did a month ago with the 26 seconds. So I'm at least happy with that, and uh, that will be my pick. Yeah, here, here's the thing. I, I'm gonna say on that match, um, if that had been the way the match a month ago had gone or a similar way to the one a month ago, I would not have had a lot of the problems that I had with this storyline, right? If the match had gone, Bianca Belair's kicking Becky's ass and then she cheats to win. Um, I, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. The problem I had with was the 26 seconds. Um, you did get that, that fire promo though, which you probably didn't watch cause it was on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, but like, but she's like, oh, because she was like, oh, I wasn't prepared. But Becky's now Becky was like, but aren't you the EST? You're the uh, like, it was just 
awesome. She's like, you should have been prepared. You call yourself the best, but clearly it's just a slogan for you. And then like, it was a fire promo, but I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I'm really well, sorry for absolutely yeah. nothing. Nothing. But so that is the match of the night um, from us. Wait, you know. who'd, you, who'd you give? Six man. Oh, okay. Yep. Now, if if the if the ending of, of the Roman Finn Balor, it could even end in a Roman win without giving us that really big hype of, of, of Balor for Balor. Mm-hmm. I would have been okay with that. If Bro, bro, last... let's just have the let's just have the ropes break, bro. Yeah. Crash TV, bro. There's you could have Brock come out and wreck both of them. I am curious to what Russo does think about the endings of Extreme Rules. I'm Crash definitely TV, gonna have to bro. check out his. Dude, I'm gonna definitely check TV, out his bro. podcast. Yeah, Crash TV, bro. <laughs> uh, I might have to change my best move. My best move is for Roman Reigns putting on a mask when he went into the crowd. That was pretty pretty cool. At first, I'm like, is he wearing a mask? I'm like, no, maybe it's just like his beard or something. And then I saw the still. I'm like, no, it was a mask. It was a mask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he literally stood there and waited for Heyman to get a mask out. Yeah. Oh, snap. Okay. I definitely must have uh, missed that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I liked liked that uh, just in general. Um, I also like, I saw a tweet. Uh, already about it that said, hey, if Roman can wear a mask while he wrestles a match, you can wear it for five minutes at Target. Um, yeah, straight up. I mean, fairness. Uh, but who who only spends five minutes at Target? I mean... I don't shop at Target. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Walmart guy. I don't really nope. shop. I don't, I don't shop. <laughs> he only shops at shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order WBU. Piss and podcast. Get it now. Or the uh, sign my shirt I, autographs I am, T-shirt. I am as legit preferably as not in lime green. As as legit <laughs> as I've ever been about a shirt. You want you want people who are signing it to appreciate you. Yes. This is the shirt to get. Yep. I, I I can tell you right now that the picture I tweeted out of the shirt has been retweeted by Zello Pro, and Colt Cabana likes the picture. The tweet, nice. uh, Ro- Rocky Mountain Wildman, who is one of the um, uh, wrestlers, the the barbarian wrestlers that I mentioned earlier, he he's liked it. Uh, Valentina Loca, who is where she on this number ten on my shirt, right there. I think she's like number two for you. No, three, three, three or six. Number one. She's number one. Loca. Up. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Uh, Lainey Luck, who is uh, right there, number five on my shirt. I'm, I'm uh, honestly, I'm pretty it. sure the wrestlers definitely well, they obviously right. liked it, but I'm sure when they saw that, they were impressed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, it's unique. I'm sure no one had anything like that on a shirt. They had all their little merchandise and whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so. In fact, if I if I had a podcast about professional football or something or mm-hmm. anything else. I would say redesign this and, and 
Oh, actually, you can. I 100% plan on on redesigning up, it, redesigning it for about every other um like major thing, um comic books, you know, things like that yeah. for conventions. Um, I probably I, won't put I, it on our. I probably won't put it on our our wrestling spreadshirt, but I can upload it to the spread shop marketplace or the spread shirt marketplace where it'll just show up if you go to spreadshirt.com and search just to get it out there to, to more people. Um, Autographers loved it. Yes, <laughs> like, they loved it. The, this material right here was so much easier for them to sign on. They, they had Oh, really? It. Nice. Yeah. Because they they don't like signing on the the cloth part because it the moves. it moves and it stretches weird, but it also like it it like bleeds and the the marker doesn't like to write on it. It's a pain. But this part here, where it's been printed on, gave a perfect thing for them to sign on. They loved it. They absolutely loved it. Um, and, so. and the same will be the case for Britney Spears. Or for whomever, whomever, right? The for for the Jim Lee signature at the Chicago Comic Con or whatever, I whatever. So I'm gonna do some redesigns of it and upload it in places that other people can find it. Uh, Before we do our um, our uh, uh, outro, whatever, I do want to point out a comment that we did get uh, from a YouTube viewer. Um, who uh, said he actually did two of them. He said, uh, Finn Balor demon gimmick is dead, which I don't necessarily disagree with. Uh, half of the part of his gimmick was that he was unbeatable as the demon. You know, no one could could beat him. And now he's he is beatable. What's the point of the gimmick anymore? And the second one was Roman is unstoppable. Um, and I will... I will uh, caveat that with say Vince has made Roman unstoppable. Yeah. Right. Um, well, and Vince Vince is the one who killed Finn Balor's demon. Mm-hmm. Um, the my my only hope here is that it transitions to the Prince feedback. Yeah, that could be nice. The real rock and roller. Or maybe he'll get fired and he'll go to AEW and join up with the, the elite. That's what I'm thinking. I, I can dream. <laughs> can you check how long he signed for? Oh, he's there for a while, I think. I think he just re-signed recently. Actually. Yeah, I think he re-signed maybe a little over a year ago, year and a half, maybe two years ago. So he might have at least another year on his map thing. But, but anyways, that is our review, uh, our recap, our our views on it. I mean, all like this would have been a B plus, maybe even a, an A minus pay-per-view um, if they didn't have so many shitty finishes. We uh, we said this last night at Zella Pro and I'm going to say it again. Title changes make pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Um, Zella Pro did not have a title change. It did switch hands, but the champion got her title back. And then had it restolen again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. But here's the title changes I can make or break. But even uh, a reasonable threat of a title change yeah. makes makes pay per views a reasonable threat, right? There's going to be a point with this Roman thing. 
Um, and to me, I'm already there, but obviously DA Fabe hadn't made it there yet, that uh, we're going to go into every pay-per-view and we're not going to see the opponent as a reasonable threat to to Roman's title. Um, and that's where the problem is. Like, Well, we have Brock. No, I, I seriously, uh, I think they're going to feed Brock to Roman, uh, to me. This, really? This is, this is about establishing Roman as... As they, because in their mind, they want to have an underdog finally beat Roman down the road, right? So you have to establish Roman as the absolute top dog who can beat everyone so that when an underdog finally does beat him, it's a surprise. That's at least my thoughts on it. That's what I think they're doing. Yeah, yeah you, you, you have too bad. much faith in the booking, WWE booking, then. I think that's what that is. No, I'm not saying it's going to be good. I'm saying that's what they're doing. I think that's what Vince is doing. He says, here, we need to make sure Roman beats everyone because Roman's strong and all this stuff. <laughs> then when we finally decide to have someone beat him, uh, it'll be a swerve. No one will see it coming, and that's going to be better TV. Oh, oh, shit. That was tonight. Yeah, that would have been tonight. <laughs> that's when That's when you do it, right? Um, but it, it's going to be fucking, it's going to be uh, a year later, and it's going to be Braun Breaker called up from from uh, NXT to to go to the main roster, and he's going to debut and, and beat. You know. It's not going to be Braun Breaker. It's going to be Rick Boogs this Friday. It's going to be Rick Boogs. <laughs> <laughs> Come out playing his guitar. And be like, I want a title shot. Woo! <laughs> I love how they just don't even do anything with Elias anymore. There's like no more vignette, no more vignettes, no more nothing. No more and it's just like No more big nets, excuse me. No more. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Uh, no faith. I honestly still think Brock's winning it. That's what's happening. And well, I think they're turning Roman the face. Brock wins it is to have a swap to, to give it back to Roman. Yeah, that, that might be it. But I feel like he's winning. Um, he's winning in crown on crown jewel, or he's winning. Here's here's why I I think Roman keeps it. The Roman versus Biggie story is already being told, and has been told for a few months. That's a, and, and not that WWE isn't willing to waste a lot of effort because <laughs> they are absolutely willing to waste a lot of effort, but. Um, that would be a lot of wasted effort for, for... Oh, no, no, no. Not wasted effort at all. You know why? Because Roman is going to Raw, and Big E is going to Raw. Brock is staying on SmackDown. So when Brock beats Roman, Brock is beating Roman for the SmackDown championship, and then Roman is going to go face Big E on Raw. Solved. No. No? 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 Okay. No? All right. No. There, they, number one... Too much merch to be sold with the bloodline and with uh, with uh, um, New Day. They're they're going to keep those on separate lines. You can you can really sell the Biggie thing to Fox in the U.S. and to USA. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's the deal. Is hey, but Biggie's on Raw. Exactly, USA. Oh, yes. okay, sorry. I mean, here's the deal: they, they can do they, it. If they do it, they can swap them. So that's why that's what I'm saying. Uh, Roman's gonna sh uh, get uh, traded to to Raw, but then they're just gonna bring back the Jam Belt for the Universal. I mean, it's not like they actually got rid of it. 
Is, is is there a physical difference between the universal title and the and the WWE title other than color? Nope. Nope. Well, the nameplate's on the side that holds <laughs> it. Yeah. So just go. There's there's literally not a difference between the women's titles and those. Yep. Except color. Except for color. And it's a color in two different spots. The leather is white and mm-hmm. the back plating's are Anyways, um, yeah. but yeah, so that's our review. Decent show, horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a decent show. I don't know how. So wait, what? What grade are you giving this? Well, without, like I said, without the the no no endings, with, I was, with the crap I was putting endings. it at a, at a B, but with the crap endings, I don't know, C, C minus, yeah, D plus. Yeah, somewhere around I'd there. Pro- I'd probably go with D plus. Yeah, you like D yeah. plus other stuff. Yeah, he loves the D. I'm always delighted for the D. For the D. <laughs> what you guys are horrible, horrible. Anyways, make sure onto the outros. Make sure to. Uh, Check all the links in the doobly-doos down below. There's going to be links to our Patreon. I can't get over to the merch and the socials because they go off my screen, but the Patreon merch and socials in the in the doobly-doos. Yeah, there you go. Um, there there you can go, and you can get the Wrestling Autograph shirt or the Pissant Podcast hat or shirt or any of the other stuff, the Sasha Bear Not shirt. Not a cop shirt from the original. Not a cop. The none of the first original. release we had. Yep. I'm, I think I'm going to redo it to, to make it stand out on white a little bit better. Yeah, because the A is it. The A so just blends in. Not cop. It, it's, it's not like, cop. It's like those, uh, the, the barbarians. Yeah. Not, not cop. cop. <laughs> not cop. Not cop. Um, Woo! <laughs> but anyways, make sure to check out all that. There are Patreon merch and socials down there. Make sure to click like and share this uh, episode um, or any of our previous episodes so other people can hear it um, so they know. Uh, please do join us for our live streams. We live stream the uh, WBU every Sunday night at 1030 Central and the uh, Fantasy Booking every Tuesday night at 1030 Central. Uh, so come join us. Um, comment. Help us out. Yeah, I'll do all that. But if you can't join the live stream, we do leave the live streams up for replay on both Facebook and um, YouTube, so you can watch them there. And the audio is uploaded as the audio podcast where you can get in pretty much any podcast place except Google because Google fucking rickrolled us, apparently, and changed our feed. It's okay. I feel like no one uses the Google podcast thing anyway. You, you, you would think that, but I found mm-hmm. out about it because our analytics dropped remarkably um and i was like why did we suddenly have a drop in 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 listeners a lot of the relays might even go through google so yeah mm, okay be relaying through google and mm. you still lose the spotify connection yeah now oh, i know it's not spotify not... but it could be something uh, like Podbean. As an example. Yeah. yeah it could be something like Podbean or or um i don't know one of those other ones the it, it would last be fm or whatever of of if amazon decided to change something on us that would, add, that would be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Um, because so, they host but a lot of our web services. We're still up on on uh, 
well, like I said, Facebook and YouTube. We're still up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can go to anchor.fm and and see it all right there because we're still hosted by Anchor. Um, where you soon will be able to actually listen to the podcast on Facebook. Facebook has launched the podcast integration feature on the business pages. So the oh, well. WBU page is going to soon have, in fact, once I upload this, it should start populating on the page, uh, podcast to listen to. So, uh, all sorts of places to listen to it. We'd appreciate that. Make sure to subscribe, head on over to YouTube. Even if you're not going to use YouTube to watch it, click that subscribe button because it helps us out a ton. If you subscribe there, follow us on and Facebook as well. Share it with your friends, all of that stuff. But um, if, other than that, we're just going to let you go to the social medias and talk about us, right? Just a reminder can, to our new listeners who came on tonight. There are several that we got to, the chance to talk to last night. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday night when we go live at 1030, you can have the opportunity to challenge us to one of your fantasy bookings. Um, those are going to be a lot of fun when we have outside sources coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fun now, but yes. JLB is an idiot and sometimes doesn't show up. So, hey, there he hey, is. There he is. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but make sure, make <laughs> sure to follow us on the social media. You can follow me on pretty much any of the social medias at Raw and Order WBU, just like the name of the podcast. Yeah, that's TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. Actually, Facebook. Um, I couldn't get the at raw and order WBU for some reason. So it's at pissant podcast. <laughs> nice. Um, Cause that was the next thing that came to mind, but on all the other ones, you can follow me at at raw and order WBU um, and do that. You can follow DA Fabe at. at uh, there it is. DA Vincent K Fabe. Um, mm. And sometimes my real name shows up on at podcast, but you won't. Yeah. And you can follow JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand. Uh, we or have the plane ride from hell recap up. We are doing the Canyon one tomorrow. Who's better uh, than Canyon? Who's better than Nobody's Canyon? Canyon. And um yeah, we're uh, we're looking forward to also Tiger King season two is going to be coming out. God so look it. for <laughs> so look for a review with uh, with uh, Mister uh, Fabe over here is going to be joining me that because that's going to be a hell of a fun time. And if he does end up watching the Sopranos film of the prequel, you guys are more than welcome to uh, review that as well because. Um, I don't know if you're Sopranos fans or not. We never talk about that. But yeah, anchor.fm slash RTR to see what's up, what we're uh, what we're doing over there on Real Talk. And uh, that is it, good sir. Back to you. Awesome, awesome. But on that hey. note, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.